0: San Diego. What the
1: hell? Who drinks beer from? Oh, you brought beer from San Diego to my
2: house. Apparently, I did. It's a chocolate. It's it, a chocolate stout. You know, it's a, a chocolate stout. <laughs> it's uh, too great. I haven't tasted it yet, but I smelled it. Man, this this is
1: Well, <laughs> these two scum fucks didn't even oh. wait. They cracked oh, the beers no, already. I I was the only trip.
2: asshole. I was the asshole. And this is delicious. Don't hey hey stop trying to derail. This is delicious shit shut your mouth. I'm, I haven't even opened it yet. All right, we'll get to that because in, I I have another surprise. In order oh
1: in, in honor of National Beer Day, our buddy Jim brought us some what is this stuff? Mm. Ale Smith Speedway Stout, double oh. fudge edition.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's some Oh, that's good. Hang it on. Is, it is Hang delicious. On. Open oh it, have a beer with me folks. Oh. I usually don't say this to you, Jim, when you offer me beers, but this is fucking amazing. I'll be the judge of that. You know, some of your beer taste, I like the Hurdy Brown, is, is kind of questionable. They don't even make that anymore. Mm. <laughs> that is a tasty beverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. That is. I'm going to Nice. I'm good good choice. Good choice. And I have another a surprise. A surprise? Yes. Well, since we were so close to... Uh, St. Patrick's Day. Uh huh. I had gotten my mom used to make this Irish potato candy. You can keep it. I don't like potato candy. Well, that's good because well, this ain't potato candy. This this doesn't taste like potato candy. As a matter of fact, there are no potatoes in this Irish potato candy. You know what the main ingredient fucking potato candy is? Yeah. You know what the main ingredient of this Irish potato candy is? Wait for it. Have a read. Second ingredient. Coconut. Coconut. Come to Ireland and come see our coconut trees. Wait,
0: <laughs> wait here's the kicker. He, he, he has me taste it, okay? Uh-huh. And I can't figure out what it is, and then I read the second ingredient. And he's standing there holding the box bitching about it, it. was coconut. And if you look at the side of it, it says coconut cream candy.
2: But what's it say in the front? Irish potatoes. There's no potatoes even in it. No potatoes were harmed in the making of this shit. I hate
0: coconut. I love coconut. I They're yours. First thing you're going to get is cinnamon. A lot of cinnamon. I
2: I absolutely detest coconut. Next to banana, they're the two fruits that don't need to exist. No, no. It doesn't say it's potato candy, you fucking balloon
1: head. They're called Irish potatoes because they're dirty and shaped like a potato. No, no, no. <laughs> Honestly,
2: it's okay. It's Orion's. There's clovers That's on right. it. No, There's a guy with a shillelagh on the fucking cover. How much more Irish can that box get? Don't it- tell me it's not a fucking potato. <laughs> it does not say potato candy. It doesn't say potato candy. It says Irish just- potatoes. That's right. That's what they are. They look like potato. They look like little potatoes. I would not eat a potato that looked like that. That You're, looks like a turd. Your rant's going downhill pretty quick. No, now. it's not now a ranch. No, my ranch's not going hmm. downhill. Okay? You, there's nothing. It was in the Irish section. We bought it on St. Patrick's Day. Irish section? That's tasty. Yeah. You know, the Irish section of the store. When every. Like now you go to the store, it's, it's all the jelly beans and the Easters and, and all that other stuff. now bought it time, with the St.
0: Patty Day decorations. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that yeah, okay. yeah and it, and everything is there. It's like, that's a lie. That box is a lie. People what got a brain call that seasonal section. <laughs> <laughs> that would be correct.
0: <laughs> Shut up. The Irish section. I'm like, what? The fuck? seasonal
2: section is where they keep the salt and pepper, you asshole.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that seasonings,
2: you fuckwit. Ah. Uh, you dumb bastard. Speaking of dumb bastards, this is a good segue. I watched Jackass Forever. Oh, God. Week. Oh, my God. As entertaining as some of it was. Wow. Did they just they they pushed the envelope and just ran it the hell over. Well, since you
1: bring up Jackass Forever, did either of you two guys watch WrestleMania? Yes, we did. I,
0: I watched parts of it. Yes. Yeah.
1: Johnny Knoxville mm-hmm. had a match. Yeah, <laughs> against Sami Zayn. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I didn't catch that. Oh
1: God! And Mark Henry's illegitimate son made his WWE debut. Wow. Sami Zayn got slapped with a giant hand.
2: Yep, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. I and I, you know what? It would have been nice if the mousetrap went off. Yeah, I mean, it was like, oh, it's a
1: botch. Yeah. I was sad. Yeah, the the, botcha, the, the biggest botch of the match in a match filled with botches. Oh, it was, was a botch fest. Oh, was Johnny Knoxville brings out this. Ju- well, they, they gimmicked up a table with a bunch of mousetraps. Yeah, okay. And Sammy took the, of course, Sammy's going to take that bump. Right. Sammy takes the bump through the, the mousetrap covered table. And then Johnny takes out a table-sized mousetrap. A mousetrap about the size of this table. Yeah. Wow. And they set Sammy on it, and Johnny goes to trigger the the mousetrap, and it didn't go off. He yeah. had to like manually snap the trap. Yeah, oh and you could God. and you could tell
2: it went over so slowly. And they used that to pin Sammy. Yeah. But he wasn't in any danger. No. Now, it, the bowling ball spot I love, because that harkens back to who did that? Al Snow did something like that? Yeah, Al Snow used to do that. Yeah, the bowling, uh, you know, and they were going, oh, it's a 7-10 split. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sammy
1: Zane took a bowling ball to the Crotchwell region. Mm-hmm. Um, What else That's happened cool. in that match that was great? Oh, the we, hand, the backhand. The, was, ba- the yeah. hand, Mark Henry's a legitimate son. Yeah. You know, Sammy's running around the ring right, trying to catch Jack. Uh, uh, Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And like they do in Jackass, the fucking hand comes from out of nowhere. Yeah, high five. High five and slaps the shit out of Sammy. Oh but, my God. But
2: it couldn't come from out. And then the boot, they had a mechanical boot that he was supposed to get hit in the bollocks with. The problem is the boot didn't go off. Yeah. I, I, hey, was <laughs> it set up like the mousetrap board game? No. No. <laughs> now no, no, that you mentioned that, no, it's hilarious. The boot. Yeah. It was just like a boot on a, like a, this huge, on a pendulum. Yeah. It was like, it was honestly an overly, um, what's that? What's that designer that uh, does all the the weird shit? When you you smack the ball to hit this, and, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, oh, yeah, oh. like, yeah. like yeah. Trap. Like yeah, it. like mouth. The idea behind it. Well, yeah. this was, it was a boot on a stick, pretty much, but it was this overly complex system. And when we Man pulled on the stick, the boot didn't go anywhere. And when oh, they finally got the Lord. boot to go up, it hit him in the shin. <laughs> and, and how about Wee Man actually like body slamming? <clears throat> Sami Zayn. That was good. I it was did, like Hulk Hogan slamming and Andre the Giant. Yep, it was yeah. great. Yeah, that that, mark, that match was like, and you know, for what the match was supposed to be, I'm gonna give that at least four stars. It was fun. Yeah, for what it was, because you know it wasn't supposed to be serious. But I wish, oh god, the mousetrap and the boot. I wish they worked the yeah, way. Yeah, I
1: wish to. they would. I wish the gimmicks would have worked uh, the way they were supposed. Yeah, to. Yeah, when
2: work. he when Sammy took that hand hit, wow.
1: I all in all though, WrestleMania, a two night thing, I think. Two nights is going a bit far. It is. But they're going to keep go, keep doing it going forward. Um, there was a couple of good things on each night, though. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, we had the, re- the return of Cody Rhodes.
2: Yeah. And the crowd ate it up. Oh, yeah. I was actually surprised they let him win.
1: Oh, I knew he was going over. Yeah.
2: I honestly, I, to be honest... Yeah, but against Seth Rollins. Well, no, I knew he was going. It didn't matter who he was going over did, with. I just wish they would have put him up against somebody else. Well, I love Seth. So, yeah, so do I, but I wish that if they're going to put him over, fine, but put him over against somebody like Kofi Kingston. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, no,
1: the thing, I, I think the reasoning behind having him work with Rollins is Rollins is a top shelf guy. Mm-hmm. And now you're reestablishing Cody as a top shelf guy. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, great match. Those guys had a hell of a match. Uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair was really good. Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey was a fucking disappointment. Yeah. That match was terribly disappointing. Was
0: that on Sunday?
1: No, that was Saturday. Yeah. That was a disappointment. Um, What
2: the hell else was there? Oh, Logan Paul surprised the hell out of me. I tell you what, whoever designs their costumes... The costumes were business. Miz's costume is phenomenal. Oh yeah. But yeah. I I don't like Logan Paul and all that. I don't kind of like everything that was going on, but the match was decent. He he you could tell he put the work in. Yeah. Uh, Logan Paul actually held up held his
1: up, his own up in that match. Now the thing that got me is he came out, he had a chain around his neck, right? Like a lanyard. Okay. Inside said lanyard was A one-of-one Pokemon card. The rarest Pokemon card in the world. Valued at $5 million. And he comes to the ring with that on. That was probably a proxy. No. Uh, No. It was the the legit one. It was the legit PSA 10 of 10. You know, uh, Gem Mint 10. One-of-one
0: card. All right,
2: well, you seem to know Pokemon cards more than we do, so. Yeah.
0: My kids collected them, you fuckwit. The, the one interesting thing that that I thought was pretty cool is I had Jimmy that weekend. Yeah, and that's the first time he ever got to see Steve Austin wrestle live.
1: Oh God, the the match with him and Owens was great.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was.
1: And Kevin Owens was the perfect guy to carry that off with Austin because he's gonna bump like a fucking maniac for mm-hmm. Austin. He's gonna let Austin do the punch kick, you know, work like Dick the Bruiser, and he pretty
0: much. Kevin's gonna carry the match, yeah, and I, just I, let Austin it, do Austin stuff. It was just one of those things that I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, like, because he has he has older you know 360 wrestling games with Steve Austin in them, yeah. you know, and he knows him as an actor. Yeah. And I, I, I were watching, I said, you know, did you ever see him wrestle? Did he retire before, you know, you came into it? And he goes, Yeah, I never saw him before. So that was that was kind of cool. Well, it was Austin's first
1: match in 19 years. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, it was a really fitting send off. To have him have his... He had his first match in Dallas, Texas. To have him have his last match in Dallas, Texas. And go out, you know, that way was really good. And then, of course, he had
0: to came, come out the next night and beat up Mr. McMahon one last time. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't see that. But did something happen when he tried to do the stunner? Oh, Mick, Vince McMahon now owns the two worst stunner cells in wrestling history. <sighs> because I, I saw a video on Facebook of Mick Foley his his son is recording Mick Foley and he's cracking up over the Stunner debacle.
1: Oh god. Uh, Vince now uh, Vince now ha- owns the two worst stunner cel- stunner cells in history. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. But jeez, it was a good it, all in all so a good weekend of wrestling. Uh the Ring of Honor show I got from what I from everything I've read was really good. Um the the briscoes wrestled ftr for the ring of honor world tag titles and nothing was going to follow that match and Mm -hmm. it was a it was a fantastic match i did find I, i hunted that one down and found it great match um ring of honor had their super card of honor you had nxt stand and deliver two nights of wrestlemania and the wwe hall of fame okay undertaker's hall of fame speech lasted well over an hour holy shit wow yeah, Taker's speech was well over an hour. Now, here's how the Hall of Fame went. The Steiner brothers were in, were inducted first. Really? Yeah. I thought Scott said he would never go in. No, they they said they would never have him. But Rick Steiner's son is uh, he's that guy's a uh, can't miss story. All right. Uh, Braun Breaker, that's Rick Steiner's mm-hmm. son. So Braun Breaker gets to induct his father and his uncle into the Hall of Fame, and Scott Steiner behaved himself. Huh. Scott Scott behaved himself in front of a live mic. I was I was really impressed. Was he
0: an asshole back in the day?
2: Oh, big time! Oh my God! Well, he he could. You can't put a mic in front of Scott Steiner, even if you tell him what to say. He can't do it. (laughs) I mean, look up Scott Steiner promos. They're unbelievably awful, but so good. Yeah, so awful they're good. Yeah. If you got half a brain, then I got half. It's like, oh my!
1: If you add me to the mix, you got a thirty-three percent chance of winning. Yeah. But now you add him. So that takes it down to 27 and a half.
2: The, yeah, he look w- up the Steiner math promo. Oh, yeah, he was he, he, unbelievably terrible. And you know what, and The best part is, I was a big Papa Pump fan. I mean, he was the one person that I enjoyed watching in WCW when I would watch WCW. Yeah. Because, oh God, he was unpredictable. Yeah. You know? Um, Well, but they gave the Steiner brothers four
3: minutes.
1: Because <laughs> Rick even said something about it. He said, hey, of course... They give us four minutes and you take three. He says that to Scott. Yeah. And then um, they inducted Vader. Mm-hmm. His wife or his widow and his son came out to accept on his behalf. Um, I was really. um, I was hoping Mick Foley would have done the induction. OK. Uh, yeah,
3: it would have, it would have that been, been fitting. fitting. Yeah, very fitting. It would have been fitting.
1: And then in the uh, in the. The, the category of people who really don't belong in the hall of fame. Queen Charmel was inducted.
3: Mm. Oh.
1: Booker T's wife yeah. and oh. was her was his manager. Jesus. Yeah. And then the Warrior Warrior Award was given to Shad Gaspard. Okay. And I 100 percent agree with that. Shad now yeah uh, in his time when he after he had left WWE there was stories that uh, that got out that he had stopped an armed robbery down in Florida. Like some guy was trying to rob a convenience store, mm. and Shad goes up behind the dude, grabs him in a rear naked choke, drags him outside,
2: holy shit, and
1: takes him down and holds him in here until the police come. Damn. And Shad Gaspar died. He drowned. Mm. Um. He, he drowned. He was taken down by a riptide. And his last act was he saved his son. Damn. The boat got there and he said, take take my son. Take him. Take him. And, you know, he got sucked. He got pulled wow. out. He got pulled out to sea. Um, so uh, if there was ever a fitting recipient of the Warrior Award, it's him. Mm-hmm. I just would have liked to have seen somebody other than the Warriors fucking widow do the induction. Dana Warrior is terrible. She's a terrible public speaker. And, you know, she looks like a fucking, uh, she looks like a chicken on on, on LSD.
0: (laughs) On LSD. Yeah. She's fucking
1: terrible. They should have had JTG do it. Mm. You know, his tag team partner. And then we get to the main event of the evening. Vince McMahon inducts The Undertaker into the Hall of Fame.
2: Wow. Isn't that the first time he's been at one of those ceremonies? Second. Yeah, because I know he doesn't show he d- up much. He
1: didn't, Oh No, he's always there. He's just never on camera. Okay. There's certain rules at the Hall of Fame.
2: Yeah, don't acknowledge him.
1: Do not acknowledge Vince McMahon is rule number one. Mm-hmm. And Vince has now inducted two people into the Hall of Fame. All right. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Undertaker. And who better to do it than his greatest creation? Uh, you know, who better to... Yeah. You know, it, it's Vince's greatest creation. Yeah. So... Vince gave a, uh, a a wonderful speech off the teleprompter, um, you know, rattling off all the Undertaker's greatest opponents and this and that and this and that. And then here comes then the thong and mm-hmm. the music hits, and here comes Mark Calloway. Now he's not the Undertaker; he's Mark Calloway. Yep, mm-hmm. and he's got the Tony Robbins headset mic on, because. <laughs> He knew they knew he was going long, so they didn't want him tied to the podium. You know, he's not going to tie him to the podium. So he's got the little headset mic on and Undertaker gave a phenomenal speech. It lasted about an hour and 20 or so. And he didn't he didn't get to talk for 10 minutes. The crowd would not shut up. Oh, that's okay. On Undertaker chance. You deserve it. Thank you, Taker for a good 10 minutes. And rightfully so. Yeah. You know, no more no more iconic character in WWE history. Oh, yeah.
2: And went through all
1: the phases. Yeah. And they had four of his different yeah, robes in the ring. Four robes and hats. So Taker gives a great speech. He thanks everybody. Um, you know, thanks everybody. And th- most of all, thank you, the fans. And this seemed like the Undertaker is transitioning into a new phase of his life mm-hmm. as a motivational speaker. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Because one of the things he talked about were his, like, he talked, uh, he says everybody knew my famous, my my go-to moves, old school, the tombstone, the last ride. These are my three mental moves. And he talked about, you okay. know, like his things in his mindset. Yeah. All in all, a great, great Hall of Fame speech, mm-hmm. and nobody deserves it more.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. He's one that started with the uh, when it was all a job wrestling. Yeah, you know everybody had it. Everybody, had, it, everybody had a career or a gimmick. Yeah, and, and and then he went and I still and I know it's polarizing. I love the American Badass. So do I. I absolutely loved it when he was calling Big Old Soup Bones is my yard. You know that was awesome. And when he went when he back to The Darkness. Again, he can just go fluidly from one to the other. Yeah.
1: Uh, My two favorite incarnations of The Undertaker were The American Badass Mm -hmm. and The Ministry of Darkness.
2: The Ministry was awesome. Ryan was just watching stuff from uh, 98 and 99 where they had just kidnapped at the Royal Rumble. Steph. No, that's when they kidnapped uh, Mabel. Oh, okay. It was uh, the Acolytes and Midian. Had kidnapped, kidnapped Mabel oh, to make right. him viscera. That's right. And he became, they, kid, they kidnapped him out of the Royal Rumble. I remember. And I'm, that. And I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there thinking, it's like, I remember because I was talking to Ryan. I said, me you, and Andy. Uh, I'm talking to Jim here. Me you, and Andy. One of us would get SummerSlam. One of us would get the Royal Rumble. And one of us would get WrestleMania. I do remember. And that. And we would always meet at each other's houses. Yep. And I know mine was always WrestleMania. And I don't. I think Andy's was Royal Rumble. I and yours would have been SummerSlam. I don't remember what that. Yeah, was, we all would get it was, when there was only like three big pay per views a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Back back in those days. Yeah, back in those days. Yeah, when every other pay per view was called an in your house something. Yeah. But yeah, and I remember watching that and freaking the hell out that they just kidnapped Mister. I mean, well, they kidnapped Mabel. Mabel. Why they kidnap Mabel?
1: What's going on? And then on Ma- and then on yep. Raw he shows up. He's got the blonde yep. mohawk now. Yeah, uh, the eye things. The eye, and, yep, he's got the 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 opaque contacts in, mm-hmm. and he's now viscera.
2: Yeah, the body of the ministry. Yes, because and that was a brilliant. Everybody had a role, the strength, the eyes, the body, and it was like, oh my god, the ministry. And I still say, oh, I wish they wouldn't have made Vince McMahon the higher power. I would have accepted anybody. Well, the, I would have accepted Johnny Ace as the higher power.
1: Well, they didn't. <laughs> it wasn't originally supposed to be Vince. It wasn't originally supposed to be Vince. Vince was a last minute thing.
2: I mean, honest to god, they could have thrown anybody in that role. They could have just said anybody in the back, you, you're the higher power. And I would have accepted Mosh, Thrasher, anybody of you that know, era. You know who I think Bob would've, Holly would have been
1: better. You know who I think would have been great.
2: Hmm. And it would have tied into his earlier career. Yeah. Uh William Regal. That could have worked. Yeah. Yep. Or the guy that used to be part of the Twin Towers. What's the other? Uh, one? The other skyscraper. Yeah, Danny, skyscraper. Danny Spivey. Danny Spivey. That would have worked on such a level. Danny Spivey. It's like I'm in charge here. I'm the one. It's like, yeah. What? <laughs>
1: like- that. You know, I never even thought of Danny Spivey. Yeah,
2: anybody would have worked. They could have written anybody better than McMahon. I don't even remember Spivey. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're going back to pre yeah. Undertaker this Mark is, Calloway. Yeah, this is pre- when it was like the Twin Towers or the, the, twin, the skyscrapers. The skyscrapers. knew it was was originally
1: Danny Spivey and Sid Vicious, Mm -hmm. but Sid got hurt or wanted to go play softball. One of the two. Wasn't he in the Sex Pistols? No. Yes. But different Sid Vicious.
2: Yeah. This is the Sid Vicious. We're live, buddy. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We're live, pal. Um, And then Sid either got injured or wanted to go play softball. One of the two. You never could tell with him. So they hired this guy by the name of Mark Calloway. On a recommendation from Dutch Mantel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: and the rest, uh, the rest is history. Yeah, and a guy at WCW, I don't know who it was, and uh, Taker's never, to my knowledge, said who it was, but somebody higher up at WCW told Mark Calloway, no one will ever pay money to watch you wrestle.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a mistake.
1: Yeah. Well, they also told Steve Austin, uh, we can't we can't market a guy who comes out and just wrestles in black trunks yeah. and black w,
2: boots. WCW is famous for just fucking up people Missing. that that does not And not only that, WWE has has done some stupid shit, too. I mean, they they didn't know what to do with Vader. No, they didn't. You know, they I mean, they've well, had some Vince didn't get it. They've had some, you know, botches in their own right. But I mean. It's such a unpredictable business. I mean, you don't know what's going to take off and what isn't.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like roll the dice and well, throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty
2: much. Uh, well, we've already wasted twenty three minutes. Well, yeah, on pre shit. But this is not. This is ninety one. Fuck it. It's Fuck not it. that good yep. of a year. One of the best years. Oh, there's some great shit. And well, then there's all right. Well, uh, there's another that. aside. There's another aside I want to do before we get to this. Okay, Aside. Yes, in an aside. Okay. Three it, sides to every story. Yeah. In 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 researching this, my YouTube like things just you know, as I as I research stuff like this, YouTube just goes nuts with throwing shit at the ball. I found a thing, bands that metal elitist hate. Okay. And I got to thinking about this and I couldn't just let this go.
0: Oh, Jesus.
2: There was ten, but it's like when he set off the list, I'm like, fuck, there's a lot of bands that I really enjoy on there. And it's just like putting it out there. It's like, you know, if you don't like something, fine, whatever. Move the fuck on.
0: Turn the channel. You know. Right. Change the station. And
2: four of them that, you know, that, that really caught my eye was Ghost. Yeah. Five yeah, Finger s- Death Punch.
0: I can see that too. Uh-
2: Sabaton. And uh, Nickelback. Okay. And I know, I know, I know you don't like some of those bands. Well, hang on. <laughs> I, I'm going to unpack these one at a time. Are those
1: the only four you wrote down? Well, yeah,
2: cuz there was like Bullet from My Valentine on there. Okay. And and other bands that I didn't listen to, so right. I had no allegiance to them really. Well, we all know I love Ghost.
1: Yes. I absolutely love Ghost. I think those guys are fucking amazing. Sabaton, I'm not too sure of. I haven't heard too
2: much of their stuff, so I can't give an opinion on I way just or the other. recently
0: you, even heard of them because you, yes. when I was going to go see Priest, that's who was opening for them.
2: Sabaton. Now I know you. I mean, I know you have this. Sabaton does a lot of World War One, World War Two type songs. Okay, yeah, it's very a lot of battle stuff and talking about soldiers and stuff like that. I mean, it's but it's really good music too. Right. But apparently, because they have a gimmick, that's why people don't like them. Well, big
0: tank on the stage.
2: Now
1: let's go on to Mm -hmm. Five Finger (laughs) Dick Punch. (laughs) Five Finger Dick Punch. I have a personal reason for not liking that band, and I'm not going to go into it all on right. the air. I'm not going to go. I, I'll tell you off the air. But also, in my opinion, now this is just one man's opinion, and I can already tell Jim's not going to agree with
0: this. No, oh, <laughs> I probably will. Though that it, it, it's it's generic. All of their all of their hits, it seems like, are covers. Are covers. Yep.
1: And their original stuff is pretty fucking generic, and it's music for guys who take gym selfies,
0: there we go. and commit
1: date rape.
2: I have never taken a gym selfie. You and never, I've never date raped either. Those suckers. You've never seen the inside of a gym. I have. I have once.
0: From out. You from took the a sidewalk. selfie with me the other day. It's, that would be a gym. Excuse me. Selfie. That's a gym selfie. Anyway. Why did we invite
1: him?
2: We got to hit him with something.
1: A blibbit. blibbit. What the fuck?
2: <laughs> all right. Okay.
1: And Nickelback. I shit on Nickelback all the time.
0: I know you do, but they ruled the late 90s, early Don't 2000s. Don't say
2: shit like that when I'm drinking a beer. Ruled? <laughs> they ruled the airwaves. No, you could, I'm sorry. You could not get away from them in the I, early I like. I like Nickelback, and I do. Unironically, I actually enjoy Nickelback, but they... Most certainly did not rule. No, <laughs> no, no, the <laughs> airwaves. The airwaves back the then, air
0: commercial waves. airplay, holy
2: shit, they were... You couldn't
0: ah, fucking get away from it. I didn't listen
1: to them. I do got to admit, I shit on Nickelback <laughs> relentlessly. They <laughs> have some stuff that I really, really like. And some of it is just, it's fun time sing-along music. Yeah. Yeah. Photograph. Yep. yep. That's Rockstar. A- Rockstar. That is a fucking, that's a, a, an excellent song. Yeah. And then there's stuff that's a little deeper in the catalog that I I, unironically and legitimately enjoy. A bullet. Side of a bullet. Mm-hmm. The song they wrote for Dimebag, uh, yeah. for Dimebag Daryl, which actually uses an unused Dimebag guitar solo in it. Yeah. And there's another one. It's called Never Again. Oh, yeah. That was like the, I think that was the first one off one of the first albums, too. Never again. It's, it's, uh, I know it's a number. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, the subject matter is really, really dark. Dark. It's a, it's about domestic violence. Yes. Yep. And, you know, it, the opening line, uh, he's drunk again. It's time to fight. There must, she must have done something wrong tonight. Yep. Yeah. It's, a uh, fucking am, uh, an amazing song. Yep. And, most of the shit I don't like from Nickelback is when Chad Kroger's singing about his dick.
3: <laughs> you okay. know,
1: like something in your mouth. <laughs> come on. Yeah. you, you look Animals, so, that's
0: another
2: good on, song. Come on, come nah, on. Nah, there nah, you go. Nah, Animals is another the Amish fucking version. Yeah.
1: yeah, You got
2: something in your mouth. You look so much cuter with something in your mouth now, Vonst. Yeah, so, yeah, I understand, but I just wanted to... I wanted to get that out there because it's like, I'm like, you know, I just... I because it's the internet thing it's like and I just saw one on the headbangers ball thing where people were talking about ghost and the amount of people shitting in that post pissed me off but I'm not gonna post stuff because I don't want to be part of the pileup either right you know I like ghost and I I really and the fucking new album I can't stop listening to it I have not listened to an album this much. In the longest time, it's a great
1: record. It all the all it's a great so record. much good stuff.
2: On I it. was so happy at trivia on Tuesday. Brett played uh, "Call Me Little Sunshine." Oh God, that's a great song. And "Spillways" is yep. an awesome song. "The Darkness of My Heart," I can start naming the tracks. Of this. Well, now
0: now I have to buy it. Oh, oh it, you have to. Oh, It's great.
2: Yes, it's fantastic. Uh, it, right. it
1: is so goddamn good.
2: Okay, rant over. Yes, so, yes. We are in the year nineteen ninety one. Always on the run. That kind of made the list but anyway so starting off with the top uh the billboard pop charts the pop charts were meh, but i i again as i'm doing these now number 97 miles away by winger i don't remember that winger Yeah, song. neither do i i do uh you you would 96 I Saw Red by Warrant. Great song. Yep, remember that one? Now, you'll notice that all the songs on Billboard's pop is like the softer side, kind of. That is so- I Saw Red is such a fucking amazing mm- song. 82 is Silent Lucidity by Queensryche. Great song. Uh, 78 is Something to Believe In by Poison. That song... I, I, I In fact, I listened... After I texted
1: you guys the picture of me listening to <laughs> on my on my way back from Williamsport yesterday... Yeah. I listen to Flesh and Blood.
2: Yep. Uh, 73 is Signs by Tesla. Like that song. I really do like that Cover. song. Yep. Mm-hmm. 56, After the Rain by Nelson. Nelson was an underrated band at that point. I actually kind of... They didn't... were everywhere for a minute. Yeah, I enjoyed Nelson. Uh, 52 Wait, was... Uh, you enjoyed Nelson? Yes. yes! Yeah, it was really good oh, stuff.
0: Oh, my fucking... You got... Trickster and Nelson... Two Aunt of my sister's Aunt favorite Aunt bands. Aunt Can- you two knuckleheads adore oh, them.
2: Yeah, I kind of like your sister, too. Jesus but... Christ. <laughs> your sister's probably cooler than you yeah, are. Yeah, okay. Anyway, um, number 52, I Touch Myself by the divine. Oh, house. God. When I right
0: talk I touch myself. Now, that, oh. had a great, that
2: had a great guitar riff in it, so I had to throw that in there. <laughs>
0: yeah, a guitar riff.
2: <laughs> oh, it did. It had an awesome guitar. Dun, 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 Do you remember, dun, dun, you remember dun, dun, us rewriting that on the Dorney bus? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we wrote, we made that a heavy metal song. Yes. We've we actually, you know, I was like, I touch myself. I want you to love me. <laughs> and then we wrote, rewrote it about uh, Bart and Moe. Yep, yeah, Bart and Moe. Yep. Then um, 43, the song that was my senior prom and probably a lot of others, Love of a Lifetime by Firehouse. Not mine. It was everywhere. Then why wasn't it higher? Because this is like the, the pop stuff. You'll, when you get to 10. Uh, 39 winds of change by scorpions shite i like that song i like that song 14 and this is the highest second highest uh a metal band would come to damn yankees high enough that's a good song yeah that is and now the top 10 and this is where it's like this is where i think i and this is how i can tell i was out of the pop genre because of this douchebag I don't know where that came from. That's me. I, he's pointing. at. I out. don't know where that came from. I actually meant that in the kindest way, <laughs> <laughs> but because uh, I don't know some of these songs. La baby, Douche, baby thanks. by Amy Grant was no, number ten. No idea. Uh, I remember that one. That's oh yeah, you would. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. just uh, the first time. Number nine, the first time by Surface. No idea. No, no idea. Uh, number eight, I like the way the kissing game by High Five who the no fuck idea. is that I, exactly these, and these are the songs that were like on everybody's you know I bet you if we would have worked down at la- down at the laser we would have done yeah. this shit uh, at seven was More Than Words by Extreme. Okay. okay that's the highest that you know the band would be which of course is More Than Words yeah and then six now this one unbelievable E-M- E-M- F.
1: I EMF I, I love uh, that song oh because
2: of the Dice shit in it oh uh, yeah that came from Dice oh it's unbelievable yeah what that was the all, fuck? Yep, all dice. Yep. Uh, five. One more try by Timmy T. No, no idea. W- Timmy. <laughs> 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 Number four. Rush. Rush by Paul Abdul. Good song. It was one of Lisa's favorites. That Lisa, was from the was what that was from a soundtrack. It might have been, and I know Keanu Reeves was in the video.
0: Well, was it from uh, Speed? No, I don't know if it was. I from don't Speed. remember. Rush. Rush.
2: Yeah. I. I don't know. And Then uh, gonna make you sweat everybody dance now by CNC Music Factory. Uh, Warner, dun, 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 dun.
0: Do you remember the jungle in Lansford? Oh, we yeah, all remember the jungle. That's,
2: that song played there constantly. Yep. We that's what I always said. We we were Denzians of the jungle and before we met you guys. Before I met Lisa, before I met all you guys in Panther Valley. I, so we probably all met years before we actually met. If you recall,
1: Valhalla had our first show scheduled at the Jungle before Terry broke out all the fucking windows oh, in the God, goddamn fucking Terry.
0: <laughs> there there used to be towards the front of the building off to the right in the corner, there was a racing game. That's the I beat that fucking game there. I <laughs>
2: beat it. Yeah, it I, enjoy- I I enjoyed that beat. place. I, I always made fun of it because I enjoyed the place, but it's like, but it's fully fucking Panther Valley people. <laughs> and still Latino is like, we're not Panther Valley people. You're from Panther Valley, aren't you? Not, shut up. I'm not. No. <laughs> it's, um, Chris, we're not playing that song, but it's good. Yeah. All right. Number two is I want to sex you up by color me bad. I remember that song. Yeah, I, do. I remember that. That one was as an well. awful, awful song. And it I, was horrible. I, yeah. Yeah. And just and then um, number one, everything I do, I do it for you by Brian Adams. Oh
1: my God! From the uh, from the Robin Hood soundtrack. soundtrack. Yep, so, great song, and then beautiful. Song. Before
2: we get in this, there's only a few bands that debuted that year that I cared about. Debuted. <laughs> Behemoth, yes. Cradle of Filth,
1: yes. Down. Okay, so this that's okay. And Selmo was starting to do his side projects yep. at this time.
2: Yep. H.I.M. With, Love him. Which we had, His Infernal Majesty. He had the hardogram that Ben Margera. Not a clue. Oh, okay. We always said that uh, did him come around the same time as Typo Negative? Very close. Very close. Uh, Jackal. Uh, mm-hmm. in, in 91, they, debu- they were a little late.
0: I remember the first time I heard Jackal on the radio. I'm thinking, I never heard this fucking ACDC song before. Because that oh. guy sounds just like Bon
2: Scott. Yeah, I I bought the CD. I was all in. And then I realized, oh, these guys, they're more. And they, you could almost consider them a parody. Because almost every song was sex.
0: Yeah, and, and they're still around. They're
2: still but They boring.
1: have a song on their debut album called She Loves My Cock.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. Uh, um. Power Man 5000.
1: Okay, Spider One with uh, Rob Zombie's younger brother. Yep. I
0: just learned that. Yep. Yep. Because I listened to Rob Zombie Radio and and Power Man is opening up for Rob, and I'm like, holy shit, that's his younger
2: brother. Yep. Yep. Uh, Pride and Glory, which was Zach Zach Wilde's uh, side project. That was a one off. I have that album.
0: That was a good album. Great album.
2: And then one of my favorite bands. Thank you, Ricky. uh, Rage Against the Machine. (sighs) Stop it. Fucking terrible. (laughs) Fucking terrible. Yeah, there wasn't, I mean, there was a lot of bands that that debuted, but it's like, I'd never heard of half of them, uh, all of them. It's like the and because I and I always say this this I said this for the past couple years, all the bands have already formed, all the great bands have already formed, pretty much. All right, so now yeah. we're gonna. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I I cheated a little bit. Uh, uh, while I was looking for, I wanted to find a great list. Oh a, boy! A great a great list, and there are so many out there, and they're all the fucking same. I found so, a good one. Okay, good. You might have found one that I. I didn't went see. to rate your music. That one I didn't bother looking at because it steered us so wrong all these other times.
1: Okay, we're awesome. going to start at number
2: 13 and 14. Three. T- well, okay, well, now you say it that way. I know exactly what that is.
1: Okay, Use Your Illusion 1 and 2, 2. by Guns N' Roses. Good Wait,
0: albums.
2: I am surprised. That's Excellent albums. I, I was at the mall the day that one came out because it came out with another album of that year. No more tears. And I stood in line for the longest time not to buy Guns N' Roses because I... At this point in my life, I was so anti Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I was so angry with. Well, honestly, because I I got appetite, and then I got into a lot of a lot of heavier and extreme metal, and Guns N' Roses just were like to me. And again, this is my 1991 self saying this. They were posers. Yeah, they were posers, and I wasn't going to listen to them out of out of just fucking spite. But there is some great shit on the Oh, there's awesome records. shit on this. After the... Yeah. You know, don't Af- cry. After he came to his senses. No, not my senses. Don't...
1: I mean, both versions of Don't Cry. Yep. Uh, You Could Be Mine, I think, mm-hmm. is on there.
0: Yep. Yes. Yep. I
1: love that song. That's on the
0: second one. That's a good one. one. Uh, Dustin Bones. Dustin Bones. Oh, is awesome song. It's on yes. one.
2: Uh, uh, and, and Strange is on this one. Pretty Tied Up. Pretty Vocal Tied motive. Up. Yeah, there is... There is yeah, a locomotive. There's dead horse. Great songs on this, and then there's stuff like "Get in the Ring," which is like, okay, actually, yeah, yeah, cal- settle down, calm the fuck down. Well,
1: okay, since we're talking Guns and Roses, I learned something yesterday. I found a uh, uh, they did MTV2 did a documentary uh, like um, about Headbangers Ball. Mm, oh, yes, D. Snyder mm-hmm. did not host Headbangers Ball. Right, it was called Metal Mania. Right. And then he wanted to get paid for what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And they said, okay, uh, yeah, bye, D. We don't need you anymore. And then that's when they started Headbangers Ball.
2: And that's when uh, they got Kevin Seal. Kevin
1: Seal Of of all the people. Right. And then it was just kind of like... It, it was kind of like thrown in with other VJ shifts for a bit. Mm-hmm. And then they got their first permanent host, Ricky, uh, which was Adam Curry. Yep. And then... You know who's responsible for Ricky Rackman getting the gig? It was Axel, wasn't Axel it? Axel Rose. Yeah. Come on. Yep. Because Ricky, at the time and still does, as far as I yeah. know, owns the Cat House. Yeah. You can get a coupon to get in. He owns the Cat House, <laughs> which is a you know one of the biggest rock clubs in L.A. Yeah. And his best friend was Axel Rose. So, they were talking, and Ricky says to Axel, "You know, I, I'd like to try that. I think I could do a really good job." And Axel says, well, I'll make a couple of phone calls." And the next thing you know, Ricky Rackman's got a fucking audition.
0: Holy shit.
2: Yep. Yeah. Now, of course, he was a- after the fact. I mean, he was just the face of it because they picked the videos that they were going to show. Yeah, he didn't but, program. But shit. in all fairness, there was a lot of bands that I don't I, I don't know. They were on there. The programming wasn't terrible. I mean, I saw stuff like uh, Death Angel was on there. Yeah. Uh, more um, Death was on there. Uh, uh, Morgoth? More more, oh, shit.
0: Christy parachute Parachute with Dave Mustaine,
2: for Christ's The thing. one yeah. that did God of Emptiness. I can't... Now I'm blanking on the name. But that, those guys. I mean, there was a lot of more extreme stuff on there. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was terrible. But, yeah, they still had to play your poison, your wingers, and stuff right. like that.
1: Right. And, you know, Ricky... Ricky tells a story in this... That he was answering his own fan mail. And he fucked up an address when returning a, a fan letter.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Saying, uh, ba- basically slagging off a band. I don't like this shit either, but I don't get to program it. Well, the letter got sent back to MTV. Ooh. And somebody read the letter. And, yeah, Ricky, um, we're going to air a two-week best of, and we're not going to do Headbangers Ball anymore.
0: hmm is that what ended it? Yep. Yep. What a yeah. bunch of cock knobs. Can't take fucking constructive criticism.
2: Yeah, but it was—you it was, know—it was a great time when it lasted. It really was, and yeah. you know, I got to say, it introduced me to a lot of music that I otherwise would not have seen. Oh, oh yeah,
1: definitely. I mean they sh- they showed a they showed an interview, and I was in Panama at the time, so I didn't get to see this interview. Uh, I w- I think I was in Panama. I don't know the time frame, but anyway. Ricky Rackman got to interview Chris Barnes of Cannibal Corpse and Chuck Schuldner of death. Damn. Yes. <sighs> I dude. I,
2: I, I,
3: I, I'd have jizzed. I'd have <laughs> jizzed my fucking pants. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. No yeah.
2: doubt. But anyway. All right. Yeah. Great. Two, as, as I got older, I started to enjoy GNR and I appreciate these two albums and, and thank God, you know, they didn't do much after these albums. Actually, Well, we had to wait fucking,
1: what, 16 years for Chinese
2: democracy? It was yeah. 14 years, which they said on the album. 14 years of silence. It was 14 years until the Chinese democracy came out. So that was predicted on these albums. And
0: everybody got a free Dr. Pepper.
2: Yes, free Dr. Pepper. I don't, re- I don't recall that. Dr. Pepper said if their Guns N' Roses releases their new album in whatever time frame, everyone gets a free Dr. Pepper. I didn't get my fucking Dr. Pepper. Yeah, but
0: that that was the joke because it, it kept saying it's going to be out, it's going to be out, and Dr. Pepper went, look, when the album comes out, eh, you're all getting a free Dr. Pepper. Yeah, and but it had to come out like that yeah, year. Yeah, they didn't expect yeah. it to come out. But then yeah, and, and I like
2: Chinese Democracy. We're not going to talk about that one because it came on too Much long later. after this, but yeah, this was a good final album. They, did, they, do,
0: they do play, I think, two songs off of that album live. When I saw them, Better is probably one of them. Yes, that's yep. one of them, and I because that's a good and one. Chinese Democracy. All right? Yeah, that, that's a good. It's a solid album. It? it don't really
2: matter. I don't remember the whole album, but I know it's a good, it's a solid album.
0: But uh, I, I recently just got. Uh, I recently <laughs> I love that you
2: push <laughs> get closer to it. Shut oh, it. back up!
0: Shut it! <laughs> I, I, whatever. Uh, no, I recently just bought uh, two months ago. I just got. Uh, Appetite and use your illusion one and two on vinyl. Nice. Mm. So
1: nice. Good calls. All right. All right. Number 12. We've got the
2: cycle sluts from hell. Yep. I had that on the fucking list too. One hit wonders that what they were. I wish you were a beer. I wish you were a beer. Yeah. The video was a guy sitting at the bar. And if you watch the video, the guy never actually moves. But the camera angles keep changing. I wish you were a beer. This was... I can't believe that made number fucking nine, you said? Number 12. 12. What, what, I, where, what? I can't believe that made number 12. Yeah? Because it was a one-hit wonder, and it wasn't even a good one-hit wonder.
0: I don't even remember.
2: I never heard of these With guys. their lead singer, Venus Penis Twister. Yes. <laughs> these were like L7, like pre-L7. Uh, and much, much edgy. Honey One Percenter. Yep, Honey One Percenter. Venus Penis you Twister. You know, it sucks that I, you know, I say one-hit wonder, and I can remember their fucking names. <laughs> I know. Yep. All right. Next, our boys from Benson
1: Hoist, Brooklyn. Typo Negative with Slow, Deep, and Hard. Oh,
0: That's a good album.
1: Yes, it is. That's a fucking great yes.
0: album. Yes.
1: That, Typo
2: Negative did not misstep. No.
0: And you know what? I didn't get into them until after.
2: Like, yeah, I didn't. Uh, it, it was years till I heard of them. It was only until they did Nativity in Black. Well... I, I was, discovered them a little earlier. I that discovered
0: have, did that have uh, the fucking black black, black number, number one? one? No, that was no, the... that's
1: on that's on okay. bloody kisses. Bloody kisses. That's that's later. We'll get to that one. Hopefully. Yes. Oh no, we will. Oh, it should
0: be. Oh okay.
1: What's on this? Oh, uh, okay. Unsuccessfully coping with the natural beauty of infidelity.
2: Awesome song. Well, song-ish, if you want to it. Well, it's a fucking movement. Yeah, it's but, 12 and a half minutes. Yeah, it's not so much a song. It's just like a emotion. Trust and you'll be
1: trusted, said the liar to the fool.
2: Yeah. Um. This was an Anger album. Than oh, my later God, ones. yes. Yeah, oh, God.
1: Um, One of my old bands actually used to cover... Not this whole song, because we weren't going to spend 12 minutes playing it. And there's a <laughs> no lot of doubt. shit going on. But there's a movement in it. Uh, there's The middle section of the song is called, I Know You're Fucking Someone Yeah, Else. oh my God. You went to Lamore Saturday night. Red nails and lipstick dress two sizes too tight. His tongue down your throat, his hand up your skirt. Yeah, I'm a man, but it still hurts.
2: Oh yep. my God. Slut! Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cunt! Yep, I got to see. When I saw these guys live at Lupo's, that song, they did that song. Nice. And it was oh god, it was so awesome. Okay.
1: An organic trans uh, transmugenesis is next. Then we have Coitus Interruptus. And if you look at the album cover, it's a cock going into a vagine.
0: It's a close up
1: of, of a penis going into a vagine.
0: <laughs> Bill Bill's having the same thought I am. Maybe we need to look at this closer a little bit
2: no I'm trying to remember I, I honestly I'm trying because I know I have the second um, origin of the feces I have the reprint of it because okay so it's not a it's not yeah, a close it, up it, a it, it, no, butthole. a yeah, it's not it's a it, butthole that's it's skulls like it's like it, like a skeleton great maybe I got another version of this oh thing. actually
1: actually um, that's those are uh, those are parts of yeah unsuccessfully coping. oh yeah that whole thing was, that is I know you're fucking someone else uh do uh Mensch, Zero Tolerance, uh, Prelude to
2: Agony, Death. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of the consequences. Yeah, this is this was an angrier album. This is right off their carnivore days. Yeah, so it was like it wasn't they weren't like the goth metal kings, but it was close.
1: Yeah, it was good. I mean, but fucking fantastic shit. Now I lost the list.
2: You dumbass. Shut up!
1: I'll find it again.
2: Just go in your history. They're tracking you. Go in your history.
1: Oh God! They're tracking me. All right. Then we have Corrosion and Conformities blind at number eleven. I number didn't. 10. I didn't put
2: this on the list, and I don't know why. Because I know it came out. And it was on, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't really get into Coc until Albatross. Now is that now? Wait, what was number ten?
1: That is number ten. Corrosion and conformity. Oh, Okay.
2: Into now, the mic, please. I think the only... The, Sorry. The first Crozier for me, I, one I remember, was Dance of the Dead. Okay. But I don't know what album that was off of. Right. Uh, hang on. Let's see what's on here.
1: I don't, I don't want to do this because I might mess up again. You will. Oh, shut up. Uh, eye for an Eye, Animosity, Blind, Deliverance. Wait, no. Wait, shit. He did fuck it up.
0: I'll kill you. I never got into COC. I did fuck it up.
2: Oh, Jesus Christ. Shut up. I'm
0: not I'm not looking at
1: any more Botcher me <laughs> idiot. Not looking at any more track
0: is, Fuck you.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well guess what's on it?
2: Yeah, if you don't know it, you don't
1: fucking know. Number nine it. is overkills, horror scope.
2: Yes. Oh, well, we just skipped fucking hey, don't worry about fucking corrosion no more. Yep. Shut up, dick. <laughs> Yes. Well, this is actually a very good list because that's, a you know, overkill. Yeah. Just can't go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. This overkill is overkill. Yeah. Does, you know what you're getting. Yep. I have their whole catalog and I, I'd be hard pressed sometimes except for the years of decay and taking over. I'd be hard to, to press tell you what's on anything because I, I just, I, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is on this. No, I have no fucking idea. All right. Number eight, we got coroner with mental vortex. Yep, oh, and now the uh, now the list goes into shit I haven't Never heard, of. Never heard of them. Number seven, carcass. Yep, this ne- is a fucking hell of, hell of a title too. Necrotism, Descent,
1: uh, <laughs> dis- Discanting the insalubrious.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh
0: my God! This
1: has uh, this has symphonies of sickness on it. There's a Does lot, it? lot of good fucking... Symphony lot of, of car- Sickness is a good song. A lot of good carcass stuff oh, on Oh, God.
2: You have to be into death metal.
0: Though. Well, that, that's, that's the whole the thing. Caveat. I tried listening to death. Did you? Oh, you tried. <laughs> I The death grunts, I can't, I can't listen to that. I cannot you know what, listen to you that. You know, I'll
2: tell you what. De- the death metal growl is something that works also great for karaoke. You know? When when you sit there and just take a take a really good hip-hop song and throw it into death. Oh, my God. No, 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 but you got too much back. <laughs> it's nice. Next, we have, at number six, uh, according to Rate Your Music. That's the band. Morbid Angel, Blessed Are The Sick. That's the one that has God of Emptiness. Yes. Yes, that's the one I was thinking of. That is where I first, God of Emptiness, and has such an awesome fucking song. And it's one of those that you just have to stop, sit, and listen to. I don't know if it's on that album. Don't touch it. But, <laughs> Shut up But God of Emptiness Is an awesome song I remember
0: seeing them On Headbangers Ball yes, Angel. That's yeah. A, yeah,
2: I did too That's where I was Introduced to them
0: Right number,
2: Advert Number five Don't touch the advert No
1: more tears Okay
2: I want to address this I've addressed this before I want to address it again This star This fucking has The worst song In the history of music On it Mr. Tinkertrain I hate this fucking song With a passion It <sighs> It, no, no, I don't care that uh,
0: it is fucking creepy. I'll give you that. Yes, this was It's the, a
2: very good. It's a very
1: good song, but it's creepy as shit. Yes.
2: Other than that song, this album, I waited two hours. Thank you. Guns and Roses fans for in line to get this album on opening day. And it is an awesome fucking album, except for that fucking song.
1: It's a great song. I just don't like the subject. Uh, it's really well written. And the, the 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 music is fucking fantastic.
2: I agree. Musically awesome. But subject, subject matter good. terrible. Yeah, terrible. But my you know Hellraiser is on this. I love Hellraiser. All right. Motor, I know motorheads we, are motorheads we've, we've are on this. I like motorheads versions better because it seems more sincere. Yeah. Because I think Lemmy has been through kind of more shit somehow than Aussie. Because I think Ozzy's was more self-indulged. What about you, Jim? Uh, well, I,
0: I, I said this to Bill uh, one time before. This was actually the first Ozzy album I ever bought.
2: Okay. Wow. Yeah.
0: And then I went backwards. Oh. You know. Then I got. Then I this got. This is a good catalog. one. Oh, this
1: is a good one. Very though. good album. Yeah. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much good stuff on here. I've, I mean, of course. Road got to Nowhere. Yeah. Road yep. to Nowhere. Uh, Mama, Mama, I'm, I'm coming, coming home.
2: home. Yeah. This is the oh, second God. Zach Wild one too, right? Yes. Yes. And it was just full. It was. Full on Zach Wild, it was a great.
0: Oh, you can tell his his oh. all oh, yeah. the time to his whole album. Oh,
2: I love th- this album. Is I love this album. The death. Sometimes it's like second ultimate sin. No, shut up. Fuck off. I still love N- ultimate sin. No. <laughs> you know, speaking of Zach Wild,
1: I saw something. I can't remember exactly what the fuckwit said, but Tom Morello, <laughs> Tom Morello was shitting on Zach Wilde.
0: It, oh wow! You know what? Yes, I did see that, and I don't remember <laughs> what was said either.
1: Okay, you need let's let's unpack this for a minute. I mean, Zach Wild uses his wah pedals and his you know wild overdrive and this and that. He's got a nice pedal rig setup. Yep. Tom Morello is a kill switch and nine fucking spaceships full of effects,
0: <laughs> and he, he, his guitar he rides it really high. I don't care where he like, plays it. It's the fact Freaking that he weird. can't fucking play it.
1: He's one of the, he's the but, most overrated guitar player out there.
2: Well, he can't play. No, he can't. Yeah, I, 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 um, disagree. I, I like he's
1: Tom, a fucking hack.
2: I'm a Tom Morello fan. He's stuff.
1: a fucking hack. He does. He's a kill switch, a whammy does, pedal and the wiki. He does and the, the wiki. Well, that's and yeah. And the wiki wiki noise on the guitar. He's tricks. A whammy pedal and a kill switch,
2: right? Fuck Tom Morello in the ass with but a cactus. That was like that's why I said he's like the modern day Jimi Hendrix. No, oh Hendrix whoa, what could, Hendrix could play? If you've listened to the podcast. You've heard me say that many times. I don't remember you saying that. Yes, I think I really think he is. I think he's a modern day. At the time when Rage came out, I I was full on board with Rage. I love them to death. And I thought Tom Morello was doing amazing shit. I, I, he was I,
0: doing shit, all right. I, I liked <laughs> them. I didn't buy any of the what albums. What did
2: I tell you about about Gatekeeper, you asshole? That, <laughs> we discussed this.
0: One thing I did not enjoy, watching them burn uh, a flag on stage at Woodstock.
1: That, one, that th- one thing I don't enjoy about Rage Against the Machine is their fucking music. All right, all right, all right. There's no need. No one has to be mad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Bulls on Parade's a good song.
1: Number four, we have the incomparable, the one and only, the absolutely fucking
2: amazing Death with Human. Yes, this is oh, okay. I, I, I knew he would put this on. So, oh, I didn't put no. It on, he didn't right put no, it on. Right no, when I when I made up the list of like you I, know, oh, I knew he would have Death. So. One of
1: my absolute favorite Death songs is on here. Lack of comprehension. Um, Chuck wrote this about people who had previously left the band. Uh, One guy in particular left the band under under less than favorable circumstances.
0: One thing I noticed as, as you guys were going through podcasts before I got here, you know, even in 90, what the fuck is up with Florida and death metal?
2: Oh, it just like was like the epicenter. It's like it's it was like the Seattle
0: is grunge and Florida is fucking death metal. In America. The fuck you in the United
1: in the United States, there was two places <laughs> that were the epicenter of death metal. Florida, the entire state of Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, and Buffalo, New York. Really? Upstate New York. Cannibal Corpse formed in Buffalo. Wow. Yeah, it was I mean, in all honesty. They have, mean, they to this day they have a fucking hell fest. In Buffalo.
2: Nothing but death metal. You you can't predict where some of these like genres are just gonna be like the epicenters of, but and I think what happens is you get one band in there that is the band, and then everybody else follows suit, and next thing you know, like everybody that's there is like, Well, we have like twenty different shows we could go to on a Friday night. It's like everybody's playing and it's like you want you want it, it's here. All right. I have to go into this one. What? Oh yes, you do flattening of emotions. Amazing song,
1: Suicide Machine. Together as one, Secret Face, Lack of Comprehension, See Through Dreams, Cosmic Sea, and Vacant Planets. Some of some of Death's greatest work. Some of Chuck's greatest writing. Mm. And this is where the musicality of Death really takes off. Can you tell I really dig this? I stuff? still,
2: I, yes. st- I still have got to listen to this stuff. I really do. I um, know I keep saying it.
1: You, this this is the first album with Sean Reinert on drums. All right. Sean Reinert, I put him one I put him one A or you know one A, one B, one C with mm-hmm. drummers in Death's History. Mm-hmm. You have Sean Reinert, you have Gene Hoagland, and you have Richard Christie. And this is Sean Reinert's debut with them. The musicianship on this album really takes What they did previously on spiritual healing, which is a step above leprosy, which is a step above scream bloody gore. And this jumps it up about three fucking steps. The musicianship on this album. Just listen. Listen to lack of comprehension.
0: What was this album's name again? Human. Okay.
1: This is such a fucking great record. I, I I absolutely love Death. You will never hear me say a bad word about Death, because they're that good. And now I've lost my fucking page again. You need a fucking computer here. I have a computer here, but I'm I'm, I'm using it for other things,
0: recording and such.
2: You said you weren't gonna go into the albums anymore and such. It, it's Death. I had to. I know. I know. It's Death. Number it's, three. Number three.
1: Sepultura! Oh, is
0: this uh Arise Yes Arise Yes.
1: This is where Sepultura really hit their mm-hmm. peak.
0: And I, I got into them because of Headbanger's Ball. Yep. Saw that song? Probably the song Arise. Bought the tape. And then what's the other single after? Dead Embryonic, Dead embryonic Cells. cells. Yeah. Oh
2: my god, I love that song.
0: Yeah. And
1: then there's Desperate Cry. Yep. There's so much good shit on this. And this is
2: Sepultura at their peak. Yes. I, I fucking and love that And I album. remember These guys were all over The metal mags Oh yeah I mean everywhere What was the, the drummer's name? Pop Igor Cavallara I know it was something yeah, Igor like, Yeah it was something But the drummer Seemed to be like the I don't want to say Face of the band Well he was the poster boy Yeah he was the one That, that like you, you just kept It was the first time In a long time It was like The drummer is the guy Yeah what, how about that Well let's be Who real, was the
1: guy Let's be realistic if you look at the four guys in Sepultura at the time, you've got the Cavallaro brothers, mm-hmm. Max and Igor. Yep. You've got Paulo Jr. Yep. And you've got Andreas Kisser. There's one guy who's photogenic. And it's fucking Igor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I it's Igor. See, the,
0: I can see that now. The, the brothers, they went on to do other stuff after. Oh, yeah. Well, Max, well Max, Max did a bunch of shit.
1: Max did Soulfly. That was it. Soulfly. He left He Sepultura left yeah, yeah. and did Soulfly. And then him and Igor got back together and reformed Cavalera uh, formed Cavalara Conspiracy.
0: That's the other mm-hmm. one.
1: And Supple Tour is still going now. And as far as I know, the only original member of the band is Andreas Kisser. Did the brothers ever work together again after yeah, that? Yeah, Cavalera Conspiracy. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean Arise is such a fucking good oh album. Oh my god. And this was the one that broke them and largely due to Headbanger's Ball. Yep. Oh, yeah. I would definitely. This is say the album so. that broke them in the United States. Yeah. I mean, I had their previous stuff. I had Beneath the Remains, and I had Schizophrenia, uh, but this one, this, and then later on, I'm sure, in the next couple of years, we'll get the Chaos AD. Mm-hmm. I remember that one, but too. Great stuff. Um, Sepultura, nothing but fucking bangers. These guys were phenomenal. All right, let's move on to number two. Number two, we've got the Black Album by Metallica.
2: I had thought that would be number one. So what have I? Nope. Wow. According to Rate Your Music,
1: The Black Album is number two.
2: I I am actually honestly flabbergasted. Yeah. Because I figured this would, honest to God, be number yeah. one. Yeah. I have to say, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest about this. I, the Black Album was one of those. I was one of those in the in the camp that did not care for it at first. I still don't consider it a really great Metallica album. And at the time, I was just kind of like, eh, okay. It, it's a great album. It is. It is. But it's not. I I, you know, I don't rank it up there with one of their best.
1: Right. I, it's a great album. But to call it a great Metallica album is kind of.
0: They changed pace. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, yeah. a lot of that yeah. has a lot of that had to do with Bob Rock. Bob Rock. Yep. This was their first album without Fleming Rasmussen. Yep. Behind the controls. Mm-hmm. Um They brought in Bob Rock, who up until this point had worked with Bon Jovi. I was going to say Bon Jovi. Motley Yeah. Crew. You know, he'd worked with the hair metal bands. Yeah. And Bob Rock is a perfectionist. Watch a year and a half in the life of Metallica. Oh, my God, yeah, and yes. Now, yeah. And I, when he, he keeps telling
0: his... James to keep singing and nothing else matter, he goes, you know, <laughs> my yeah. throat.
2: Then go in and sing it yourself. Yeah. We had said this during our Metallica deep dive that like I love like Don't Tread on Me on this album. Yep. Um, The Unforgiven, it's it's here and there. I mean, the whole album to me is there's a lot of here and there. I can listen to it, but it's not like when I sit and think about it. I have to. I I mean,
0: the God that fails is one of my favorite. Love that song.
2: Love that song. Love the God that failed. Uh, Sad But True. Yep. See, that one... Now, the weird part about Sad But True is I remember when Kid Rock uses this as a, a sample.
0: Oh, yeah. And, like, just, like, completely flipped the damn song. This is... This is one album that I can say I knew exactly... Like, you told the story about uh, the Aussie CD. Yeah. I'm pretty sure this was released... I, I August 10th, 91, wow. I think it came okay. out. Not, oh, I the don't know. That, I, I don't know offhand, but... I. I bagged football practice, <laughs> and I drove to uh, Gallery of Sound in Lehighten Mall.
1: Okay, yeah. Yes. Hold sound, on. Or is it Soundcheck Gal- Records? It was Galaxy so- of Sound. sound- Galaxy. But it might have been Soundcheck at what, that yeah, time. Yeah, whatever. I but anyway, what I, I
0: bought the tape. I came back, and because my mom was in the house, <laughs> I parked the car on a side street, and I hung out in the garage and just listened to it.
2: Hang on. I want to back that one up a little bit. What? Oh, uh, uh, you bagged football practice. Yes. Football. Yeah. You were a football player. Yeah. What position? Just I'm not gonna pick on you about it. Trust me. Well, I didn't play much.
0: <laughs> I was tiny.
2: Because I when but, I knew well, you later, no, later. you were in track.
0: Well that's that's what got me into football was because my freshman year <laughs> when I was beating all these fast right, people right, in the area. You. I didn't
2: meet you until ninety two. Yeah,
0: my, my, my freshman Shit. year I <laughs> I beat some of the fastest people around, and they were like, "Do you ever think about going out for football?" So I, I did football for two years, but I uh, kick returner, you know, yeah, basically. I, yeah.
2: I I remember because I and I said this before that he was on the sprints team. Yeah. So his jacket said Jim Sprints, and that's what I knew him as. See, I uh, speaking of Jim,
0: I was 135 pounds soaking wet in high school, and I was I was I was pretty freaking fast. I, I well, hey. I just remember whenever you were (laughs) lightning.
2: (laughs) He wanted to ask that. He asked me like where I got that nickname from. And I said, let Eric tell the story. I, I don't honestly remember. You bastard, you bastard. I remember the liquid lightning. No, no. What? Okay. Yeah. I, I had said that, you know, we were, Jim and I were talking about offline about that being in the CB and my handle was lightning. Uh-huh. And he asked where I got that nickname. Or my guy, I got it at Dorney. And the reason... And I thought I was thought you would remember it. But my first day at work, I fell asleep. Oh, on the job? Pretty much. Yeah, I was... Because I stayed up all night. I was so excited to get an actual job. And what Damien... What the hell were you doing that you fell asleep? I was <laughs> sorting sweaters by size. They were soft and fluffy. But Damien... Ugh. Damien said, "Hey, yo, lightning, where's the fire?" <laughs> and from that, I don't get that.
0: Yo, lightning, where's the fire? Because
2: I fell asleep. Well, why would he call you lightning? It's ironic. That, yeah, that's why. It's like oh, when okay, you never see mind. a fat yep. guy, you call him skinny. Oh, but, <laughs> but slim. That's all anybody called me after that was lightning. Oh my and that's god. That's what I was known for like the whole damn summer. Yeah. Nobody knew my actual name. And it was weird that like there was people after the fact that would still Billy Joe called me Lightning forever. Yeah, and it was weird that like that nickname was only for like one fucking year. You know what? I may have subconsciously brought blocked that out because of where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all we all had these weird fucking nicknames. I know Damon was called Demon. Well, what was Eric's nickname?
0: Uh, Asshole. Buyer. Asshole.
2: Was, well, Buyer was Buyer uh huh. <laughs> I gave him that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all had these weird ass nicknames, and that's all we used. I didn't have one that I know of. I just remember just us calling you Strolly. Yeah, that was it. I mean, there was nothing, you know. But I know, I know, Damien was like, "I am demon. Call I, me demon." It's like a, a funny, a funny. Let me, go ahead. A funny
0: football story. My uh, my mom was talking. We were talking about concussions one time, uh, probably maybe about ten years ago. And uh, she's saying to me, she goes, yeah, don't you remember you had one one time? What do you mean? Yeah, you got knocked out in a football game and had to take you to the hospital. I said, I don't remember that. She goes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hang on. I got to tell, I'm,
1: I'm going to fucking, I'm going to violate one of my personal rules for this show. Yeah. Something I said I would never do. I'm going to mention this motherfucker by name. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Damian motherfucking McCartney if you know him tell him to listen to this the, the uh, time stamp is going to be approximately an hour and eight minutes in this motherfucker <laughs> I'm convinced wanted to be me wanted to be you mm-hmm. yeah everything I did he claimed he did Oh you're a guitar player I play guitar too Like a one-upper
2: Not even a one-upper Not even a one-upper A copycat A mirror Eric used to wear Fingerless gloves
0: Then he started doing it
2: And then he And then Damien Started doing it You had a fan Oh It was more than a fan A fucking stalker It was Well we were all We were all friends At that point Yeah But I mean You could honestly see Damien Constantly trying to If Eric did something Damien did it too He told me now, this is the story I'm going to tell about this
1: fucking scumfuck. And I'll keep it nice. <laughs> Good luck. He brings in a cassette. Because, yeah, I'm in a band. Oh,
2: shit, this story. Uh oh. I'm, I'm in a band. Uh
1: oh. Okay, I'm in a band at the time called Stormrider. You okay? are? Yes. Okay. And it's me and Aaron Thompson and Pat Morgan and Rich Weaver. Rich was a security guard at Dorney. Okay. Yep. So this is, you know, oh, I'm in a band too. Oh, yeah, cool. And we had just recorded our fucking, four. T- we had recorded this son of a bitch on a fucking Tascam 4-Track Porta Studio cassette recorder.
0: You guys did? Yes. Okay.
1: Damien, oh, yeah, I'll bring my band's tape in. He brings in a cassette and hands it to me. I put it in my Walkman.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And the first thing that gave it away that he was full of shit was I hear the Dolby beeps in the beginning. do 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 The Dolby noise reduction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear the Dolby beeps. He doesn't know that I'm a huge Frank Zappa fan. He hands me a dubbed copy of The Thing Fish by Frank Zappa.
0: And he said it was his band.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This guy, I'll tell you what, I'll tell tales out of school because I don't give a fuck. He, this guy, he said he got the said he wrote a book, a self help book, and this is when Borders was still around, right? How old was this guy? He's at, our age. Yeah, he's our age. But I mean, at the time that he said he wrote this book, oh god, it was when Borders was around. Oh, I mean, so this, we
0: were
3: probably in
1: our
2: mid thirties. Yeah, and he he you know, told me he had this book coming out, and so is, you, so you, the title was called Changes. I remember all this very distinctly because I was like, oh my god, I know somebody that's going to be like a fucking author, you know. And this is like, I didn't know a lot of the story that happened between those two. I knew some of it, but not all of it. And and that guy, and of course, I'm looking for it, looking for it. it there's no such book ever exists.
0: So you stayed in touch with this guy through the years.
2: A little bit, a little bit here and there.
0: Uh, what about you? After the tape, you were like,
2: "Oh no, 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 no! Hang oh. on, it gets
0: better. Whoa. It goes on. The,
1: the story goes on through the years. Mm-hmm. Okay." I'll tell now. I'll tell a little story out of
0: tale, right. out of school here. This poor
2: guy.
1: Oh, he's not poor. Fuck him. Yeah. No, I have no sympathy for him. Nope. None whatsoever. And I'll we'll give you the reasons off air.
2: Off air. Trust this. Yeah. Trust
0: me. Off air.
1: Now, he after you remember uh, This little thing called Hurricane Katrina. Oh, yes,
0: hurricane. the one that took yeah. out
1: Louisiana. Yeah. He claimed he was down there. He was. He claimed he was a chef down there. Yep.
2: Yep, and yeah. when the hurricane was going on, he was sitting on the top on the roof of his restaurant, drinking dirty martinis, all casual like.
0: Yeah, I shit you. What the not. fuck is wrong with some people?
2: In the in the
1: whole the whole time, he's living in like Schuylkill Haven.
2: Yep.
0: Oh my god, this
2: guy. Yeah, this guy deserves nothing but scorn and contempt. Yep, and he's one of all the assholes I've met over the years. All, and I mean, all of them, including me, including you. OK, I talk to you. though. Oh, yeah. No, I'm talking about assholes. That like, I know. I know. Like I know. really revealed themselves to be assholes. Yeah. This guy is top number one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, OK. Oh, yeah. I never want to have anything to do with him, contact with him or anything. And trust me when I tell you off fair why. And and if believe me, Damien, if you're listening to this, we're saving your fucking ass right now. We're not gonna, we're not bringing up the really bad shit. Exactly. Okay?
0: Oh. oh, oh I okay. can I can hardly wait now. Yep.
2: So, yeah. So just just so you know, we're being gentle with you right now. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> okay. Believe, believe it or not,
1: yeah. you're you're getting lube with that fucking. Yep. Uh, so, let before we go to number 1.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: or should we? Yeah, unpack Go, a little go to number Metallica? one
2: because I saw what number one was. I'm okay. curious. To so see go what to number, number one, one because because then after that we can talk a really further with what wasn't number one. Which fuck if I'm fucking surprised. I know. with all the good shit that came out. According to RateYourMusic.com,
1: the number one metal album of 1991
0: that beat Metallica of all people. It beat? can't be Soundgarden. No. Oh God, no! Shut up. <laughs> I was going I would have been shocked. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's not a grunge album. No grungies. No. What I the picked, fuck, what the I fuck else came this out li- in 91? I
1: picked this list specifically because there's no fucking grunge no, and garbage I, and, on it.
0: That's fine. Well, it ain't garbage. <laughs> that's, <fine. laughs> that's an opinion. You're, you're okay. But I'm mm-hmm. just trying to think of what came out in 91.
1: All right. I'll give you three guesses. First two don't count.
2: There was actually a You'll lot. You'll never There get was a lot. No, I good, won't guess because that was the of Skid Row.
0: Skid Row I, came out with an album in 91.
2: I mean, I could, I could like name off, if I name off all the stuff that it wasn't, you would get what it was. No, but, I probably won't. I, no, I, you would. Honestly, you would because it's, it's too You damn, know
1: what? It was Skid Row. Skid Row. Slave to the grind. Shut the front door. Yes.
2: Yep. I may, wait, what? Now we're we using that language barriers? You, yeah. That, I mean, it had a couple good songs on it. No. But, oh, I. But I can't business. believe it beat Metallica. I know. No, I said a couple. I still can't believe it beat Metallica. I, mean, I can't either.
1: It's got Monkey Business mm-hmm. on there, which is a fucking. That was oh, I
0: love that song. Such
1: an awesome song. The title track is yes. my favorite Skid Row. No, nah, I can't say it's my favorite Skid Row song. It's one of mine, though. It's I one like of mine. It. But it's got, you know, the, the title track, Slave to the Grind. Yep. In a Darkened Room.
0: Was Quick Jesus on this? Yes. That's my favorite.
1: Yes. That is my favorite Skid Row. I got to fucking listen to this tape
0: when I go home now. Yep. Tits. I don't have it on, C- I have it on C- I have it tape. On C- I have it on tape. <laughs> I don't even have a fucking tape deck anymore. You know what? You mentioned one time about you know when I put that thing up about all my my mix tapes. Yeah, I actually went to Walmart uh-huh. and bought a CD tape player, a little tiny one.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I I don't have one anymore. I still have one. I just hooked up in the basement. Yeah, yeah. I I love. This was a great follow up to their debut yes it oh really my God, it yes. really was and it's, it's such a
1: departure from the debut yes because the day de- the debut is hair pure hair metal oh yeah yep this is a lot harder
0: heavier and, yes and
1: aggression it just oh it was awesome slim intoxicado drinking dime store hooch he's always in the circle with his part-time pooch mm-hmm. little creepies playing dollies in the new york rain thinking Bo, he's just a knife the song oh Monkey God. Business yeah. is so fucking... That, uh, that's just angry. Yes. And Sebastian Bach, his vocals are so fucking amazing Yes, on this record. Yes. You go to Quicksand Jesus. That song there is just fucking killer. I absolutely love that song. That is my favorite Skid Row song.
2: Yeah, that, this album... This I, I still can't believe it's number one. Me neither, but but man, it, it was if it if it probably is like a few votes shy. Metallica probably just barely made it to number two, and I don't know why because like that one was everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, you know, and people and that one brought in Metallica fans that didn't know who Metallica was. Yeah, for a lot of Metallica fans, that is their debut. Yep. That's ground zero. Yep, that's what they started with, and that's what they kept going with. Yep. Now. The list of albums that were not on this list, amazingly enough. Anthrax, Attack of the Killer Bees. Okay, that's an EP, but... It's an EP, but that's the one that we've been quoting. 91. That had I'm the Man 91 on it.
0: I had that on cassette.
2: And it had Bring the Noise on it. Yes, it did. That started Bring the Noise, which... And I know Aerosmith would walk this way, kind of...
1: It preceded
2: it. Bridge that thing, but I'll tell you Bring the Noise to Me was the one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Them and Public Enemy getting together. Yep. Good shit. Uh, Bullet Boys, Freak Show. Fuck them. Okay. Yeah, okay, We won't talk no more about that. <laughs> cannibal Corp, Butchered at Birth.
1: Butchered at Birth. There we go. That is a great album. That's Got Fucked with a Knife. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> yes. Hey. I know. Uh, that, uh, that's Cannibal Corpse, man. That's, that's Cannibal man.
1: Corpse. Good yep. shit.
2: Uh, Alice Cooper, Hey Stupid. Oh my god Yes You know what I was I loved that album A couple of, A
1: few years before this We skipped over I think we skipped over Alice Cooper's Poison record
0: No you guys did talk about yeah, it Yeah we oh, talked we? about okay. it Yeah
1: Okay That was before That was
0: right before this That was week. in 88 or 89 I yeah. think it was Yeah okay
1: But hey stupid There's some good shit on there Yep And it was uh, a good follow up to Trash Uh, Well Trash is on there No Trash Poison. was the al- was Trash no, Poison No Trash was, was the album no.
0: Trat. The album was...
2: Yeah, the it album was, yeah, the album was, was trash. trash. Poison right. was on it. You're right, you're right. But this is right. a good follow-up to Trash. Oh, yeah.
0: And Poison's but, a band. It, it is. It's it very is. confusing. And it's a,
1: it's a song by Bell Bills. It's well. very confusing. Um, Poison was all there's, over the place. There's a lot of good shit on here. Yeah. Uh, love's it, a Loaded Gun. Mm-hmm. Hey,
2: Stupid. That was an
0: awesome song. <laughs> I don't think I, I've ever heard With this Joe album.
2: Satriani on guitar, yeah. by the way. I remember listening to this. On cassette on the way walking to the mall. I have I have trash, but mm-hmm. I I didn't. Yeah, I hey, know. hey, stupid was almost it could have been trash too. Pretty much it was. It's you know now this one I put on here because I just actually listened to this after I made this list, and it's really good. Danger, danger, screw it. The danger, danger second album. Yes, and
1: I think last album. Yes, it is a
2: really good album. It is not, and it it, it was. It's ninety-one hair metal, if that makes any sense. Well, that's because it was a harder edge hair metal like Skid Row. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's actually a really good album and deserves. It's better than their "That Danger Danger." Better. Yeah, not bad. Um, Dangerous Toys, Hellacious Acres, Hellacious
1: Acres. Uh, we talked about this yes. quite a bit. Dangerous Toys should have been. They should have come out. Four years earlier I was going to say Yeah and they, they came out Fucking huge yeah. Yep
2: Yeah they came out A little bit too late I wasn't a fan of Hellacious Acres Third wave man Yeah um, This is a, Infectious Grooves The plague that makes Your booty move Infectious Grooves is yeah. In the house That was um, Mike Muir Mike Muir's side project yeah. Who? Mike, Mike Muir, of Muir Suicidal From Tendencies. Suicidal Tendencies His side project Where he just It was a lot of funk Him and Robert Trujillo Yeah it was a lot of funk Infectious Grooves it's it's all it's almost like pre-Primus. If you like Primus, well, you like it. Primus came out... Primus released a record this year, too.
0: Yes, they did.
2: Yes, but... Yeah, but what I'm saying... What we'll I, get there. Yeah, but it's like... There was that funk metal going on. And, yeah. And they were right on the cusp of that funk metal. And I like Infectious Grooves. It's great stuff. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kick Tracy, No Rules. Fucking love this album. This has Mrs. Robinson on it. No Rules. Um... Oh, God, yeah. Kick Tracy. Great album.
0: Never heard of them. I, I've
2: yeah, heard of them but because, I never listened to Because more. it was hair metal that came out in 91. By this time, hair metal was all but dead. Um, So bands that came out in 91 were kind of like just like, meh, okay. But yeah, Kick Tracy was L- It's off. a little for Yeah. L.A. Guns, Hollywood Vampires. Not my favorite L.A. Guns It was record. right after Cocked and Loaded. It's okay. It's an okay Wait, album. Hollywood Vampires. That has Kiss My Love Goodbye.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say The Ballad of Janes. Ballad of Janes
2: on that one.
0: I, I was going to say that too.
2: Yeah. That's a,
0: that it, is a great song. And again,
2: song. this was... 91 was like... Hair Metal was on its way out. So a lot of people didn't give a shit about a lot of these bands. Right. Unless it's like Skid Row, Metallica. They were updoing their style a little bit. Right. Um, this one you'll like. Misugga. Mashuga. Whatever I knew I was going to mispronounce it uh, Contradictions Collapse Okay this I is put Meshuggah. that on just for you This is Mashuga's debut Yeah Math metal
1: at its finest Yep What kind of metal? Math metal Math metal You need a degree in calculus Just to fucking count the time signature
2: Yeah So I, I put this on because I knew I know you're a big fan Dude
1: You know how like Steve Vai played a seven string guitar? Yes These guys decided seven wasn't enough And went to an eight
2: yeah, this is where this shit all started with how many strings can you put on a guitar. Yeah, these guys started that whole shit. Well, Steve Vai technically. Masuga,
0: Masuga, Masuga. And what kind of sound is it? It's death metal. Okay, it, 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 it's
2: extreme metal. <laughs> uh, Motley Crue with the Decade of Decadence compilation. Okay, it's a. It's I, I I know I I didn't put compilations on early, but now a lot of bands are releasing those. Yeah, well, because- this
1: the same year Slayer released released Decade of Aggression.
3: You're getting
2: ahead of yourself. You know I'm doing this alphabetically, you bitch. I'm sorry. That's okay. One of our favorite uh, albums, I know it's one of your favorite, Motorhead's 1916. Oh. Yes. We we absolutely love this album. 1916 is such a haunting <laughs> song. 16 years old yeah.
1: when I went to the war to fight for a land fit for heroes. And,
2: and this was like, I remember when we, I think I remember us, Just sitting in your room listening to this album in complete and utter fucking silence. Yep. We're just going to listen to this track one to track whatever, and we're not talking until it's finished. And it starts off hang
1: on, let me interrupt you. It starts off with an absolute
2: fucking banger.
1: I'm so bad, baby. I don't don't
2: care. Yes. And and we still this is one of those that we still love to this day. 1916 is a great fucking album.
1: Yeah, I I will put this. This is easily on my Motorhead Mount Rushmore. Yep. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Easily. This is right up there with Banger, uh, with Bomber mm-hmm. and Ace of Spades and No Sleep Till Hammersmith.
2: Now, Hellraiser wasn't on this one, was it? This was on the next album. Nope, Hellraiser was on the next one. Yes, okay. But this
1: has I'm So Bad Baby, I Don't Care, Going to Brazil. Oh, God, Ramones. Ramones. Was on this one. The, his, Lemmy's Love Letter to the Ramones.
2: Yeah, and it's just, it's such a great album. Go, Johnny, go, 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 Johnny, oh, yo, hey, oh. Yes, it's such
1: a great album. And then the title track, 1916. 19, 19, oh. It's Lemmy with some string accompaniment and, and, it's th- haunting. and the drums. And it's, it's ha- so haunting.
2: It's haunting what he does. You feel the emotion of that song. It, it tells the story of
1: a kid who signs up for the British Army mm-hmm. in World War One. Mm-hmm. 16 years old when I went to the war. To fight for a land fit for heroes. With God on my side mm-hmm. and a gun in my hand, chasing my days down to zero.
2: Yeah. It's just oh. Okay, now the next two, uh Nirvana Nevermind, Fuck uh, you. Pearl Jam Ten. Stop right okay, there. Next. Stop. Uh, what what? 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 Yes, come you. on. You can't I knew we'd have to fucking get here Yeah, somewhere. but you can't you know, and they're back to back. They're fucking back to well, back.
0: The, the other thing is, is 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 what's fucking weird is is all these albums came out within a couple Months of each other. Yeah. Yeah, you had a lot of great albums, and then
2: these two lumps of
0: shit. <laughs> but you're... <laughs> nirva- Nirvana flipped the whole industry on its fucking head.
2: I don't know. Did Pearl Jam, though? I mean, I think Pearl Jam... Pearl Jam was- came
0: out after Nirvana. Pearl
2: Jam, I think, was more grunge than Nirvana. No. No. I'm trying to wind him the fuck up. Go with it, man. No. <laughs> but... Because pre-grunge is now dead. Now Pre- we're in grunge. We're, ag- we're in actual grunge now. Post-grunge is coming. Post-grunge is coming.
0: Fucking cocks. <laughs> Where are your dicks? Don't make me buy dicks again. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, this is... Now, this... Fuck it. This is your moment. I This is know. your moment. Go. I, shut it. I mean, you guys... You guys... Neither of one of you were into Nirvana.
2: Fuck not, no. Not at that time. Not now. I... I, I Why? I, Nirvana grew on me. Why? Yes. Okay,
1: Nirvana was Dave Grohl, who is a phenomenal musician, and I have the utmost respect for Chris Novoselic, who was a semi-decent bass player. And then you've got Kurt Cobain, an okay lyricist. Okay, I'll give you that much. And a fucking mediocre guitar player at best. The whole thing with grunge... Was, Is it made it not cool to be good at your fucking instrument?
0: They played down, tuned down. They didn't everything. play
1: down shit. <laughs> they couldn't fucking play any oh, better.
0: Oh god, that's why they won Grammys and shit like that, though, because yeah. they suck. It's the, the
1: the Grammys are a fucking popularity oh, contest. Jesus
0: Christ! Well, that's what Kurt hated too. That's he hated the fact that uh, I'm so enjoying this. Shut up. <laughs> He hated the fact that the band was popular. He hated that. Um, oh,
1: yeah. I'm so conflicted. I'm a rich, famous rock star. You, please, I, please take it away from just me. Just saying.
0: That's what caused his depression and anxiety and all the no, other shit. No, what
1: caused his depression and anxiety was a crippling fucking heroin addiction.
0: I wouldn't go that. That's another thing. That was. Now, now going. But we're going to go back a little bit. Okay. Um. Early mid '80s in Seattle was a huge punk scene.
1: Yes, you had bands like Mud Honey. And well, no, 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 no. I'm talking punk, punk. I'm Duff talking Mud Honey. Duff?
0: No, Mud Honey's, Mud Honey's grunge. Mud what? Honey started as a punk band, <laughs> but you know, Duff started in Seattle in punk bands. Uh, yeah, with TSOL and DOA and bands like that. And what was happening is fucking heroin just went rampant in that scene. Everybody was dying left and right. That's why Duff moved down to uh, Los Angeles because he had to get the fuck out of there because he he was afraid he was gonna fucking die. Okay, but what happened then was the Grunge sound is more they 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 took punk and they kind of mixed it with metal a little bit. Yes, that's that's what the sound. But also
2: very angry. I mean,
1: it's not angry. It's not angry. No, it's fucking
2: depressed. Oh my god. Well, fine. Depressed. I'm not s I'm I am not i am i got to agree with Eric. Grunge is not and is not angry music. It's not. It's very mellow. It's very depressed. We just talked there's about SoundGarden bad. Hang on, stop. There's nothing angry about
1: He <laughs> it, it
3: is right.
2: I mean, honestly, well, that's not angry. even that, that even kind of all even Nirvana's later stuff like Heart Shaped Box, there's not a lot of angry stuff on there. Even well, what's the one? Um, He's not, you know, look away, look away. I don't. Uh, if you had, if I can't remember the song, but it's not angry. That's all a little bit poppy there. It smells like teen spirit. Garbage. That's not the one I was talking not about. Garbage. I know it's not. But it smells like teen spirit was very poppy. It was. Uh, no, 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 it was. I mean, we're out on parody. Uh, if you're under, you know,
0: it's poppy. I mean, you can say Nirvana sucks all you want.
2: I didn't say it sucked. No, I know.
0: You, I know you didn't. But I did. what you need to understand is is this was like uh, the British invasion of the 60s, turning the music world upside oh, down. Oh, <laughs> no. fuck you. No. Fuck you. Do not.
1: What? Do not compare Nirvana to
0: the fucking Beatles. Yes. <laughs> Don't what fucking they, do what it. What they did to the industry. Don't fucking do it. What they did to the industry was flip it on its head and... What happened to no, hair bands no, no, after no, this? No, no, what no, no, What happened to no. hair bands? No. And, they didn't flip shit. And you know was, who
1: flipped shit. The fucking people at the record companies—that's who flip shit. We can make money off of this. This is what we're gonna go with now. Well,
0: it was really pathetic. Was you had no? Was I'm right? No, no.
2: Was I'm right? <laughs> Damn. I, I don't. For, I forget what. He, honestly, honestly, I, I kind of agree with him because the, I mean, but the, you the, had, the hair metal movement was leaving and it was leaving the station. And why the, and was it exec- leaving the station? Because, because it was getting boring. And nobody was, you know, because it's the, of the, the ballads and because it was oversaturated. Because the
1: music industry recycles itself about every
2: yeah. seven or eight years. And and this new thing for Nirvana did come out, and everybody was like, "Holy shit, let's jump on that!" And you uh, know, well, and and that's just. But I think earlier, in because I think Allison Chain's facelift the year prior, I think that jump started everything. Well, and hang
1: on, and here's another reason that. That grunge took off. It's the same reason punk took off in 1977. Mm -hmm. Kids starting to play their instruments. Heard Smells Like Teen Spirit. And said, I can play that. And they were fucking right.
2: You know, I mean, it's. it's, And they were. Right. Yeah, Yeah. But also grunge at the time, you do have to agree, was a very. Was in and out quicker than shit. Yeah For good reason
1: yeah. Hair the metal same, hair, It's the same reason Punk was in and yeah. out Quicker than shit. Yeah
2: I mean hair metal I mean we we love hair metal We love thrash metal and Even like We were talking earlier About Gwar, Scum Scumdogs Yeah Okay That was the only album That a lot of people Even knew they That's the only one I know Before yeah. and after But it's like It comes and goes quick Yeah You know And grunge did come I mean that was I mean it was almost As quick as disco Grunge was that you know
0: Popular Record labels Would make somebody grunge Even if they weren't Collective Soul Okay They're from Georgia Their first album You look at the picture of the band They're all wearing fucking flannels
1: well, And on. they're like they're
0: like, let's, We weren't a grunge band Let's not even talk about Collective Soul
1: Let's talk about Fucking Pearl Jam I'm gonna go
0: to Pearl Jam next Oh go ahead I mean That They were fucking everywhere as well do you remember you
1: remember the first couple of Pearl Jam interviews on MTV? Because I sure shit do. No. Eddie Vedder was a happy guy. Hey, I'm Eddie from Pearl Jam. And then smells like Teen Spirit hits.
3: Oh, I'm Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Yep.
1: And he turned into a fucking morose asshole, just like that fucking useless heroin junkie Cobain.
2: And then Raven came along In ECW And just fucking all up
1: Yeah exactly So it is written So it shall come to pass But you notice He didn't even use A fucking Nirvana Or a grunge song For his theme music He used Come out and play By The Offspring He used punk He had edge
0: Pearl Jam 10 Is one of the best (laughs) albums ever
2: (laughs) In your fucking opinion Uh, I'm that, well you should have been on rangin' music pushing. Same way with Nevermind. Garbage. I I'm not saying it's garbage. I will I will not say it's garbage cuz you know you know I'm against that hypocrisy. I I can remember I'm not being hypocritical when I say it's garbage. I've had this I have held this
1: fucking opinion since 1991.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can remember I had I uh, my parents had a caravan and it didn't have a fucking tape player. So when me and Andy went driving around, I brought a, a fucking portable radio and put it between the two front seats. And that's, we drove around listening to this.
2: Pause. Pause. Right fucking there. You guys went cruising in a fucking Dodge Caravan. I didn't go cruising. We just drove around. Bullshit. No, that, you just said cruise. The fuck? That's called cruising, you asshole. On fucking back roads? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gave me shit about my fucking Eagle. And you dare? I love say that you were, eagle. You were cruising in a fucking caravan. I was cruising. I, hang on, I got to give you one. I love Boom. that eagle. Damn right.
1: God damn you! You, I hang did on. not know that shit. You bastard. I got a question for you, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead a couple of years. I'm going to jump to 1994. Where were you when you got the news Kurt Cobain died? Oh, I told
0: you. I was. Uh, I was. I heard it on ZCO. I was working at the. Uh, you know where Miner's Market is in Summit Hill now, Bill? Yeah. On, no. on, on, on the back side of that, uh, friends of mine had uh, a, a shop, a garage, right? And I was I was working there, uh, helping out. Uh huh. And I was in there when I heard the fucking news. You know where I was? Yeah, I know. You told me. I've told this. Story, I heard the story.
1: And I'm going to tell it again. Oh. I was living. Why? I was stationed in Fort Gordon, Georgia. I walk into the day room, which is the common area of the barracks. And there's a bunch of people sitting around watching the TV, crying. What happened? Eh, Kurt Cobain killed himself. Good, one more fucking junkie gone. <laughs>
2: <It's Christ laughs> He's unfiltered. He's I, I, I know.
0: I uh, but kids I am...
1: today now think the Reggie because they gauge their ears. Cobain gauged his, his whole head. fucking yep. head.
0: What has six legs, six arms, and two heads? Nirvana. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um uh <laughs> funny Jesus Christ. Funny, funny. story about too soon. A song that's on Pearl that. Jam. Oh, first uh, another thing. I mean, I remember going to college in in the fall of 92. Uh-huh. And you went up to the dorm and that's all you fucking heard was Pearl Jam coming out of every single fucking window.
1: Oh, yeah. I had a fucking shot people.
0: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't know. I had fun. I would have shot but people. Funny story. <laughs> I had... Do you, remember, do you remember the red Corolla I had? The what? The red... Corolla. Corolla. The hatchback. The red... <laughs> I, my no. red car.
2: Wait. Oh, that's the one we fucking pranked Lee Yeah, I remember it.
0: Yes. Well, <clears throat> me and Andy were out cruising and... Uh, not cruising. I'm not going Yeah, cruising. don't we're, say cruising. No, we're, God driving God, we were, we were, we're driving around. We were just driving around randomly. And, and I'm, I'm out cruising. I'm out by Tuscarora. And... I'm on this fucking road I don't know where I'm at And I'm driving And there was a sign That said uh, Deaf child area Uh huh (laughs) Sorry So Driving Or probably going a good Half mile on this fucking road And you'd think you'd see a sign Coming from the other way You know deaf child area Right And I said to him I said I don't know where the fuck This road's gonna go I said we should turn around And it turned to dirt a little bit Well I went to turn the car around and Andy will remember this story like it was yesterday too. I fucking backed up, and I went to go forward, and the fucking car stuck. There's there's a rut in the middle of the road. Did you hit the Did you hit the deaf kid? No, I didn't hit that. No, no deaf kids were harmed. Okay. So now we got to try and push this fucking car out of this fucking ditch I'm in. Okay, and I can still remember I'm in the car, popping the clutch, spinning mud. Andy has his feet on a tree. And is outstretched trying to push this fucking car. (laughs) We're doing this for a good 15, 20 minutes. Then it starts to fucking pour. And we get in the car. We're like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And just as fast as it started, it stopped. And we look at each other. We're like, we got to get this fucking car out of here now. Don't know what did it. We had that car moved in a matter of minutes then. Got it back on, was able to go. I just had to get the left front tire over over the middle rut, you know, over the hump to get it going. We finally got it. We get in the car. The fucking first song that comes on the radio was fucking Alive by Pearl Jam. And then the fucking storm just fucking happened. We just got the car out in time. <laughs> that car was so covered in mud. Oh, my God. I, I, I ain't going to lie. That's a pretty shitty story. That was a good story. That was that's a good, shitty story. I liked that it. Was good I liked story. it. Uh, you would Just the the, the, the You know what Hang on Sit, okay. Go ahead Finish up Finish no, up No the, finish up
1: Because I'm going to take A giant shit on Pearl
0: Jam In a minute
2: We can move past it.
0: <laughs> Just the fact that That song played Just as we got in the car And got going And then it started raining it was There was a, a point You prick a, fit, a fitting song It was just creepy <laughs>
1: I'm going to take another I'm going to take a giant shit On Pearl Jam right now Another thing I blame
0: And another thing
1: I blame grunge and specifically fucking Eddie Vedder on that on or blame on Eddie Vedder is the fact that he made it unfashionable to pronounce consonants when you're singing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Fuck you. You're responsible for Scott Stapp. Blow me.
2: He is a lot no, What's All wrong right. with Scott Stapp uh, Don't get him don't started Don't get me started no. I right. like Creed let's, let's You would Let's move on There's a few more bands To, to talk about That are not in grunge Whew. Damn it Primus Sailing the Seas, Seas of, of cheese. cheese Well John the Fisherman Oh no John yeah. the
1: Fisherman's on The one before this this has Tommy the Cat. And he, Jerry was uh, a race car driver. This was my
2: introduction to Primus, and I absolutely love this album. I can't wait till next month I get to see Primus yep. live. Uh, Rat Rat and Roll, uh, 89 to 91, the 10 years. I have this album. I love this album. It has all their, their greatest hits from the past 10 years. And a bunch of other stuff. Yep. Uh, my Oh, never mind. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Yep. Hey, did you know they're from California? I heard they're from California. Los there Angeles. There are a few songs that talk about California. They in, were a huge. That, I mean, I can't. I actually have the tablature book from this album. I don't know why. What? what? Okay. Um. Okay. In guitars, there's a thing called tablature, and it's pretty much just numbers on a fretboard kind of thing to it, show it, it's where for, your fingers are. It's for okay. people that can't read music. Yeah. This is where we talk about Olga. Olga was the Online Guitar Archive. Oh, God. Yes. And I have a bunch of tablature books from a lot of bands, and I have this album in tablature. I do not know why. Wow. And I don't know even where I got it. See, now, like, in uh, tablature,
1: instead of notating a G note on a musical clef... Right. Okay? Instead of... uh, Or a musical bar, instead of, like, writing a G note in... Uh, you would put on it, instead of five lines, it would be six, one for each string of the guitar. And on the first one, it would be a three. Yes. So Eight. that would denote the G note. E-A-D-A-G. On the... Eat all dead gophers before <laughs> evening. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I taught Bill how yeah. to remember the fucking lines of the strings on the guitar. Yes.
2: So um, the next one is my first CD that I ever bought. Okay. David Lee Roth, A Little Late Enough. That's a good record. Yes It's not as good as Skyscraper Yes But this was this was the first CD I ever bought Because I had finally got a CD player At this time The yeah. only song I can really remember off of
1: this is the title track Me too That's
2: about it Even though and I still have the CD That's awesome um, After this Saigon Kick's first album came out I thought Saigon Kick was before 91 I really did So did I and they were. This, I thought so, too. Yeah, this was their first album out of the gate. So it was 91, which is why probably they didn't get too far after this. Right. I well, think that while well, the next one is the one everybody knows, you the, know, the lizard. It pisses me off now. I, I just realized in my head I have a hip parader heavy metal calendar uh-huh. from 1991 that I got from the magazine and I should have brought it. Yes. Because it had all the birthdays of all the popular acts in there. But it's nice yeah. time to think of that. Yeah, nice time, great time to think of it. Fuck, screw that up too. Uh, after this one, Temple the Dogs album came out. Soundgarden. Yes, we talked. Bad, about...
0: bad Motorfinger. Yeah,
2: n- no, I'm no, not no, fucking there yet. Wait. Alphabetical yet? Oh shit! Bitch. Oh, sorry. T comes before S. You f- or T, T comes com- after S? You're right. I don't know how this got in there in the mix. I I looked. I like cut and pasted from a list. Shut up. No, you didn't. Soundgarden. No, I did. After this was Slayer, Decade of Aggression, the live album. Uh, uh, live comp, live album, fucking
1: amazing. Uh, it's, uh, Slayer, at their heart, is a live band. Oh, definitely. Yeah. They're a live band. They're uh, Don't get me wrong. Their albums, their studio albums are all fucking amazing. But you have not experienced Slayer until you have experienced Slayer Live. And if you've never done it, sorry you missed that fucking boat.
2: Yep. Yes, and one uh, of the best live acts I, I I've missed ever seen. the boat. <laughs> yeah, after yeah, I miss Motorhead, I, and I and I regret that for the rest of my life. Oh, I regret a bunch of shit. Motorhead's you know, the big one. You don't know want band of I, all the all of all the bands that I regret not seeing was Motorhead. I'm gonna, you know what mine is. Hmm. Keep that in the back of your head.
0: The Grateful Dead. You would say something. Okay, like that. no,
2: no, I'm I, It respectful. was just,
0: it was just. I mean, I was so. I can't. I was pissed when Garcia died. I was like, fuck.
2: We'll get there. Yeah, there was a there was a girl in my high school that had the that skull with the lightning bolt stickers. Yeah, uh, on it, and I thought, you know, I remember thinking that, oh, you know, if I just say I'm into the Grateful Dead, you know, maybe I, you you're know, in. I'm in. So I said, oh yeah, I like the Grateful Dead too. Oh, what's your favorite album? Um, yeah, uh, all I want to know, I'll- I like Touch of Grey. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Needless to say, we didn't speak much after that. Um. <laughs> say no more. Yeah. Uh, okay, now Soundgarden, Bad Motor Finger. God, this is now, now it comes up. Okay, what do we got on there? That
1: Rusty Cage.
0: Outshined. Uh, outshined. Jesus Christ Pose. Jesus, Jesus Christ
1: Pose is a great fucking song. Yeah, we were now, talking Okay, we're not, you're not going to get me to say bad things about Soundgarden. I actually enjoy Soundgarden.
0: This album they were so from their two previous albums to what they did now. Oh yeah. They had such a heavier, harder sound and I told him when we were driving over here. It's like it's like he's screaming instead of singing every song. He's that screaming. That voice. Chris Cornell's voice could
1: peel paint off a oh, wall. Oh my god, oh, yeah. yes. I absolutely and, Kim Thales guitar yep. playing.
2: The bass the bass in those they had like the bass. Oh yeah. Like,
1: holy shit. Listen to the bass line of Rusty Cage. I know. Yeah.
2: And I think when they did um Black Hole Sun was a disservice to the band. I like Black Hole Sun. It's a good album, but I think that it was cashing in on It was. What was popular at the I, time. I yeah. don't
1: I don't I can't disagree.
0: Yeah, they toned down on on that. Exactly. Album. Like, oh yeah. Soundgarden.
1: You won't get me you won't get me to talk bad about Soundgarden. As much as I hate grunge as mm-hmm. a whole, I'm a fan of Soundgarden.
0: That was actually, that album, though, was actually more It was more metal, metal than grunge. Because they yeah. played those those oh, songs yeah, on, were. Uh, those videos on Headbangers Ball. Yep. That's well, where I got introduced. They played, in
2: ner- they played fucking At Nirvana. And I, I, I was saying, whole. Jesus Christ, Pose got banned on MTV. Yes, it did. You know, when, when you get banned on MTV, you're feathering your fucking cat. Doing something right. right.
1: After this was <laughs> Tesla's Psychotic Supper. Okay, Psychotic Supper, that's after Five Man Acoustical Jam. Yeah.
2: This was the one after which they were still. There, this is where they're
1: kind of going. They're not not going downhill because Tesla's still fucking really good at this point, but the 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 worm has turned. Yes, and this didn't do as well as uh, as well as their earlier
2: stuff. Yeah, and this one I put on because it's the man's birthday and he deserved it. Uh, Udo time bomb. Udo Dark Schneider. Yes, this came out although. I mean I'm more of an Accept fan than Udo U- so I just saw a video of 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 Udo. Oh, we've got a video. Oh, we've got a video.
1: <laughs> I just saw a video of Udo like the current iteration of U- of uh, no, they're called Dirk Schneider now. Okay. But it's Udo Dirk Schneider's solo band doing balls to the wall. Okay. And wow.
2: Udo, Udo still sounds the same. Oh yeah, he's he, when he was on and they keep on the all the websites for the birthday were putting the picture of him on the wrecking ball. Yep, which he which, did it before Miley Cyrus. Did. Yes, and did it and did it better. <laughs> There's too was, many saves in this world. This album I absolutely adored. Still do to this day. Ugly Kid Joe, as ugly as they want to be. Great I really album. Love that album. Great album. I yes. Fucking love Ugly Kid Joe. I mean, Joe. that has uh, neighbor on it.
0: Panhandling Prince. Yeah. I love that song. They played that live. They opened for Def Leppard.
2: Goddamn Devils on this one. Yep. Which is with Judas Priest. And well, the w- I'm sorry. Well, Rob Half. Rob Halford. Which is an awesome song. And then you got the one everybody knows. Yeah. Everything about you. Yep. Which I don't. I the only reason I don't like that one, and I don't, I I like the song. But that intro with Pat, is it's a very time capsule of 91. Yeah. Pat was the androgynous um, person on SNL. Right, but I'm... Busy B. Busy B was on that one. That's yes? a really good song. It is? Yeah. The whole album was really... Yeah. It was really good. I, uh, I fucking love Ugly Kid Joe. <laughs> now, was this Madman and Disneyland, I think it was on yes. that too. yep. Yep
1: Axe wielding Knife stealing (laughs) Batman
0: is
2: loose And and this one I can remember Definitely just Driving around too And Uh, like Fucking cranking this On the Dorney bus Yeah Oh yes This was an awesome one Uh, After this um, Van Hagar For unlawful Color knowledge Fuck It's Van Halen (laughs) Van Halen with Sammy Is better than Van Halen With Roth You can't change my mind I'll
0: agree with you on that
2: Fuck I don't remember. See there is hope for you. I don't remember some of. The, I I don't remember if this had some of the songs I liked. This on has pound, pound cake. On it. Okay, pound cake is good. Love my baby's pound
0: cake. <laughs> but, can't stop loving you. Yes. Yeah, uh yet, Can't like stop that.
2: loving you. Uh, was right now on this one. I don't, yes. Right yeah, now. Oh, see some of these. Oh fuck! I don't like these songs. What? I was not a fan. These of These are this album. fucking classics. I. Yeah. Now they're classics. They weren't classics when you just tore, hey. you tore my fucking heart out. Wait. No, that was, that, was, that was the CD before. Hey. That was
1: the CD before. Hey, it's all tomorrow. Right now, it means everything. <laughs> Catch that magic moment and do it right here and now. This album hurt.
0: It this did. album is great. But what about... No, no. There's, but, I, no. there's two before this Yeah with, OU with yeah, 5150 And OU 812 I
2: didn't like those either
0: But I'm just saying How can this album Rip the heart out of you When it didn't happen My heart did.
2: Yeah my heart was like Just like it's, it's like there Shut up
0: You bought the David Lee Roth CD Make <laughs> yourself happy
2: I did I'm a Roth fan And I know it And then the last one Was White Lion Main Attraction Okay oh.
1: I don't I honestly I couldn't tell you What came on What White Lion album I huh. I think I don't know if this Had When the Children Cry now, I think that was on Pride, to be honest. I think that was on an earlier one. That was like when White Lion was, like,
2: hot and there. All right. somehow I lost it.
0: What? You lost it. You lost it no, a long time ago. No, there was ago. a
2: bunch of bad... Well, honestly, 91 was a bunch of bad shit happened.
0: Uh, I know one event.
2: Yeah, well, there was three deaths. Yep. Okay. Eric Carr.
0: Yep. Yep. Steve
2: Clark. Yep. Okay. And there was a third one. Queen. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yep. Yes, those were the 3. Also, uh Deville was kicked out of Poison. Okay, the, yeah, that's when uh for uh for a drunken escapade. Yeah, but at the
0: MVAs, VMAs. I I read about uh I was a huge Def Leppard fan. Mm-hmm. And uh I read I read today because I was checking stuff out too. I, I read today about what happened. They actually they were going to go on tour. And he was in and out of rehab. Yeah. And they actually told him, look, you know, take a month off, go home, unpack your clothes, you know, rest up at your house, and we'll see you in 30 days. And all he did was he partied. He went to the pub. He went to the pub every day. And they said when he was dead, his blood alcohol content was like .03 or something like that. Point three. Point three. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: Steve Clark. Um. A, f- what a waste of talent. Oh my god. Because him and uh, him and Phil Collins were like a, amazing. The, an iconic guitar yep. duo. Amazing. Yep. I mean, I, and I'm not trying to take anything away from Vivian Campbell. No. Because Vivian Campbell is a great fucking guitar player. But going back to, on through the night
0: and well, on through the night was, Pete Willis. Um. Colin didn't join the band That's right, that was before Phil Collins After they kicked Willis out During the recording of Pyromania Right Because he correct. was a drunk <laughs> You're noticing Go a pattern me. here
1: Okay, but going back to hysteria And Pyromania, Pyromania. Such great stuff between mm-hmm. Steve Clark and fucking Phil Collins um, You know, Def Leppard was Is one of those bands that The three of us all grew up with Yep You know, and uh, I was Even being, you know The more metal guy I was bummed out when Steve Clark died because yeah. the guy was
2: a phenomenal yeah. yep. fucking and dumb. I remember yep. and they made when they made the video for Let's Get Rocked, and they put him uh, posthumously posthumous, <sighs> yes that word in the video, it was like wow, damn you want to get rock yeah, and they they put him in that video you know as like just like the like the Tupac hologram <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, when, when bands do that, it like it really kind of hits you at that time when it's like, oh my god, this yeah. happened. Yeah,
1: and, I mean, I and then let's let's move on from Phil from uh, Steve Clark. The next one you brought up was Eric Carr. Eric Carr, great. Now he was a drummer. drummer for Kiss, right? Yes, yes, great drummer. Um, I mean, and once again, not to take anything away from Eric Singer, who took the throne after yeah. car or even Peter Chris, you know, from before the before times, Eric Carr was a fucking killer drummer. Yeah. That guy, he was a, he was an amazing drummer. If you want to hear Eric Carr at his best, pick up the revenge or the revenge album, which is the first record they did without him mm-hmm. and listen to car jam. 1981. It was a jam that they did in the studio that they edited down to showcase a drum solo that that car played. It's okay. fucking amazing. Dude was such a killer drummer. Yes. And by all accounts, a really good dude. Yeah. You know, um, unlike Gene.
2: Yeah. Unlike the rest of them, sometimes it seems uh, like
1: I always they always say Kulik was a nice guy, too.
2: Oh, you know, definitely. Obviously, it's
1: like the it's like the common denominator in that situation is the dicks or Gene and Paul. Yeah, and more so Gene than anybody else. Paul kind of I think just goes with whatever Gene says. Mm-hmm.
2: It seems
0: like it. Gene seems like a greedy bastard all the time. Gene, what Gene, do you mean? Seems like? Yeah, Gene, no, it, yeah. I'll
2: tell you what. The one of the best moments I ever saw it, when uh, they did Celebrity Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Uh huh. And Gene Simmons was on it, and I can't remember the wording of it, but it was something like like an easy one, like what out like what animal is a pachyderm? And he didn't know the answer, but he, every time he did an answer, he looked at the camera all confident. He knew the answer. And he, I think he got that one wrong, that it was an elephant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get out. And I was like, good, leave. Yeah, <laughs> but the way he just kept looking at the camera, uh, that is uh, uh, a kangaroo, final answer. Jesus Christ, dude. Get over yourself.
1: Hey, Paul, we're going to kick Eric out of the band now. Not Eric. Uh, Hey, we're going to kick Peter out of the band again. He wants more money. Okay, Gene, whatever you want to
2: do. Yeah, and that song by, oh, God, I think Ace did it with another band, though. It's called Eugene. Look it up on YouTube. It's a hilarious fucking take on Gene Simmons. Hi, I'm Eugene. <laughs> it's a...
1: Heim, is yeah. that
2: Heim wins? My name's Eugene. <laughs> it's such a great fucking song. Oh my
0: god! And, yeah,
1: and, and finally in that one, that trifecta, we've got the incomparable
0: Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, and I'm pretty sure in '91 is when "Innuendo" came out. Their final yes, it album. is. Yes, it is.
2: Yeah, and I'm not a Queen fan, but I respect everything they did. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm I'm a Queen fan. Yeah, I love Queen. I'm not I'm not the biggest, but I respect everything that Freddie Mercury and that band did. They opened up doors. They did unconventional things. Yep. And you know I respect them wholeheartedly for it, even though I'm not the biggest fan. I love I love Brian May's
3: guitar
1: work, John Deacon's bass playing. Yep. Fucking. Oh, God. I uh, can't... I'm blanking on the drummer's name. Oh Roger...
0: No idea. Anyway. Not the old drummer, drummer you don't know. No,
1: not Roger Dalton. He was the singer of The Who.
0: Roger but Waters. The Who? No, that was from Pink Floyd. The Who? Exactly. Yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I three huge yeah. losses in the music world. Yes,
2: and, and then you... And now, this is not picking on it. I'm saying this just as a parody. You have three big losses in the, in the music, in the metal world, and rock, and then... This is where the grunge stuff starts coming. So, 91, hugely transitional year. hundred percent. More than, and I think, but I was already kind of checked out of a lot of pop stuff at this year. Yeah. So, I was like, this is one of those, and I, I will not say this was one of my favorite years, because it is not. No. It, wait, didn't Vulgar Display of Power come out this year? No. No, if it would have, I would have put it down. Yeah. Okay. You yeah, dumbass. Shut up. Bitch. It
0: probably would have been on the list as well. It
2: probably would have. I, I'm I thinking, think it comes out in 92. I still next. want to get that shirt. Pa- Panera. Vulgar display of flower. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Hang
1: on. You guys opened up a little, opened up a door a little earlier. And oh, a door. Yes. I, I want to I go down this rabbit hole before we close the show. Mm-hmm. Bill. Bill. You said your one regret is not seeing Motorhead live. Yes. Your one one live band regret is yes, Motorhead. Yes, that
2: is my live band regret.
1: Okay. Other than
2: Motorhead, do you have another one? Honestly, no. Motorhead is the one that got, got away from me because I know they played a lot of local places and I just never saw them. And I don't have a lot of jealousy for a lot of things, but you seeing them at Mayhem. Yes, I did. Is, is that moment for me. It's like I wish I could... Have seen Motorhead one time. See now,
1: like your your one with me is seeing Motorhead. Mm-hmm. Randy's one. Randy saw Motorhead with me. Okay, Randy was with me at that mayhem, and Randy's one that he's to this day pissed off at me for is I got to see Rush without him, and we didn't take him. Ah. Oh. It was it was me, my mom, my dad, and my wife. Okay, the four of us. My my mom and dad they bought me my ticket for it, it was at the Allentown Fairgrounds during the fair. They bought me my ticket for my birthday. Let's go see. Let's go see Rush. It was the Time Machine tour. They played Moving Pictures front to back, no opening act, two and a half hours of Rush. Wow. Randy is still pissed off mm. at me for that. Jim, what's your one concert regret that you never got to see him, and you'll never get to see him? The fucking Slayer.
2: Oh, I mean, and I'm I, glad you said it right Yeah I wish I mean honestly I wish you would have been with it At the Sands I was
0: gonna fucking go I kept thinking I went, should go to this show I should go to this show But I had something Something was going on At the time That it was, it was conflicting From what I can remember Because I still had tickets That I could have got Last minute But then I I didn't go And Fucking
2: We're retired Yeah My And even though I saw them at the Sands And the Stand Tander, The Sands is my favorite Even though I got kicked in the head because it was so intimate. No. not Well, I, I had gotten, because of the surge, I had gotten front row center. Yeah. He was directly in front of uh, I Tom I was directly right. in yeah. front of Tom Araya, like, oh. And it's like. I'd have been drooling. No concert. Th- that is my concert moment for the rest of my life. That I got to be. And, and not through like I'm pushing and shoving. Yeah. People are behind me. And like the pit starts at row three. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, I'm getting my ass kicked. And next thing you know, I'm next to the thing. It's like, okay, this is happening. There's Tom. Let's do this. And oh my God. It's like, it was like a moment that I can never. And even though I got kicked on the head, squished by a fat guy. Yeah. I mean, it was that, that, and that messed up my back. For I don't care. <laughs> that was such an amazing show it was it, I mean just standing in front of Slayer during all that stuff Megadeth like, played with them then too right no no it was Exodus and Suicidal yes okay that's right. Suicidal when we saw that was we're walking through Suicidal didn't have the biggest crowd at that point at that time Eric and I are walking through and this fat guy I can't oh god what 350 400 at least he he made Randy look small he was a huge guy and they're jumping around, and he just starfishes right in front of us. Right? What? Just, you know, plasters, like, you know, fucking flat out. Flat out. On face, the ground. Face down, right? Yep. Now, his friend, which is about as heavy as him, is yelling it up. Now, there's no chant. Now, in a pit, the etiquette in a pit is if somebody falls, you pick them up. Yeah. There was no huge pit around this guy. That There was a minor pit, but he wasn't going to get touched. Right. His friend, who's about as big as him, is yelling at us, pick him up, pick him up. i am like, we can't. We need more people. It's yeah. like, it's How like, did he fucking fall? He just, I don't he, know. He, fucking, he tripped. He, he just took a header. Yeah, he just went down. <laughs> he just, seriously, it we're walking, and he just oh collapsed like God. a tree in the forest. <laughs> well, <laughs> he just went straight down. To the, I, I think he passed the
1: fuck out. Oh, my it, God. It's entirely possible. You know what? I still have... I bought the Slayer shirt that night. I bought a Slayer mm-hmm. shirt that night. Randy bought a suicidal shirt. Uh-huh. I still have them both. Randy outgrew, <laughs> the, su- yeah. Randy outgrew the suicidal shirt. Um, yeah, that was that. A- that is... That's a concert moment. or uh, Not a moment, but an experience that will live in infamy with us forever. Yeah. We walk into the... You've been to the Wind Creek event, the Sands events. Yes. Today. Yeah. We walk in and... We Bill and I start walking down the stairs onto the floor. (laughs) Randy, are you coming? Nope. (laughs) Don't want nothing to do with this. Mark, are you coming? I'm staying with him. So here's the two fuck here's two 40 plus uh, 40 year old guys heading to the fucking pit. My at the time, what, sixteen or seventeen year old bulldozer? Nope. I ain't fucking doing it. And Carrazo stays up
2: there with him <laughs> yeah but I think you got your arm fucked up yeah I got that well I got a dude dropped on my shoulder yeah and and, and so I and I was still up there I and, fucking I bang on Bill's back I'm out I gotta go yeah so, I and I got
0: booted in the head you stayed down there by yourself yeah
2: I was I got booted in the head by crowd surfers because I'm a tall target well <laughs> it, it was great so I fucking I
1: fucking hit Bill in the back yo I gotta go I'm out my shoulder He's like, all right. So I fucking, I turn around to start to leave the pit. This girl grabs random ass chick. Didn't know her from fucking, from anybody. Grabs my hand and says, get me the fuck out (laughs) of (laughs) here. All right. So I reach back with my right hand, take my hand. And the left hand just goes out. I said, let's go.
2: And we just fucking plowed our way through the pit. That pit went from like row three to like, you know, the middle of the freaking stand. To the floor. It was crazy. Well, and, and I and I'm I started in it and then ended up getting pushed forward to number two and then next thing you know and I can remember the people on the sides of me we were all sorts of pissed off that I like just and I'm like I'm just getting pushed in here I'm not trying to do this right it it, it,
1: it happens yeah I,
0: I remember summer sanitarium tour at the vet Metallica was playing and I took Carm this is the one with uh, Limp Biscuit. Uh, Lincoln Park, Mudvayne, yeah, and Metallica headlined, and we're we're close enough that when the pyros went off, when we felt the heat. And Carmen was standing next to me, and she's she's tiny, and there's a pit evidently behind us.
2: <laughs> and did I tell you this story? No, no, I just whenever there's a pit
0: involved, this this huge black guy, I guess, kept getting bumped and then going into her, right, and I just remember hearing, look, you're a big person, and you deserve, you, you, you require a lot of space, I'm a little person, and I require a little space, and right now, you're in it, and I'm thinking, oh, this guy's gonna fucking kick my ass, he just patted her on the head, sorry, little lady, I keep getting bumped, I'm thinking,
1: Oh I'm fucking dead Well that's the nice thing About metal concerts Yeah
2: metal concerts In all honesty oh. As stra- as bad as When you go to the Guar show with us You're gonna see All sorts of strange shit And I'm not That's not even including us Cause we're gonna be Dressed up all weird too But Those are the strangest Fans you're ever gonna meet But the friendliest fans Oh yeah they, Oh yeah. yeah It's like It's like you, these are, You're gonna make Best friends with people You never will see again Yeah And uh, I know we did Okay So
1: Yours is Motorhead, Motorhead. Yours Slayer. is Slayer. Yeah. Mine is one. It's, it, it's going to trip you guys out that mine would be this. If I had to pick one band, that's my fucking absolute regret that I've never seen live and never will get the chance to see
0: them live. It's the Eagles. Okay. Uh, you know what? All right. When they just came around the last time, I I called my dad and I said, hey, I said, Do you want to go to the Eagle show? And we're talking. He's kind of like, nah, i do not really. But even when they first went on sale, like 200 bucks a fucking ticket for fucking nose nosebleeds. I'm like, holy at,
1: shit. At the, at the PPL, and that, yeah. And that's why I didn't go. And now there's no Glenn Fry. Mm-hmm. So to me, yeah. the, you know, the, the Eagles, it needs a few certain components. And one of them is Glenn Fry. And I don't want to take any way, anything away from Deacon Fry, his son, who took over for him oh really yeah well and now Deacon left too but you need Don Henley and you need Glenn Fry. yeah and you need Joe Walsh yep you know and really you need Timothy B Schmidt too
0: well who the hell was playing in the Eagles right now
1: well it's Don Henley Deacon Fry Joe Walsh okay and Timothy B Schmidt but yeah if I had to pick one I would have to go with the Eagles, and a close second would be Prince. Oh wow! Yeah,
2: yeah, that would be a hell of a because I hear he puts on one hell of a live show.
1: Well, and I'm I'm just a huge a huge Prince fan. Yeah, love Prince. But those are my big regrets. Other than that, I've checked off pretty much every bucket list band I've ever wanted to see, and I got tickets for Mudvayne, one of the last ones. I, I have. Jim and I are going to see Mudvayne. I
2: heard a great story about Prince today, actually. What's that? That when he did the Super Bowl halftime show, uh huh, he was not going to do Purple Rain. Until it started raining. And it started raining, he just started doing it. Yep. Really? Yep. He just started doing it, and that was it. And it was like, that's a fucking amazing. Yep. And I never knew that, because it was so flawless. You thought he actually... Had planned that, yeah, right. And they said, "I can picture people up in the booth freaking the hell out." Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I've been fortunate. I got, I've seen Metallica multiple times. Mm-hmm. I've seen Anthrax. I've seen Slayer. I've seen Black Sabbath. You know, the one of the few that's left. I'm getting to check off in July. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to see Mudvayne. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm just happy Live music's back Did you see Did you see zombie before I've never seen zombie And the reason is Yeah we talked Manson yeah. mm-hmm. He's always toured with Manson And I will not put a dime In that scumbag's pocket
2: Yep live music oh, That
0: shit's getting worse now With him The shit that's coming out live, Oh yeah
2: my Live God. music's making a comeback And you know I'm I'm so thrilled To go see Guar again I'm Yes just, I'm absolutely I'm absolutely thrilled And I cannot Wait to see that show Oh god. Guar is an experience
1: like none other. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is we're seeing Guar in a small venue. And
2: yes. I, and I think the and the greatest part is that when we if we when we show up with our white gear, no one's going to qu- every other concert you go to, you show up in black. That's the uniform. Right. If you show up in white to a Guar show, they know you know what's happening. Yes. <laughs>
1: Well, the last time we saw Guar at the Sherman <laughs> Theater, we took the Halls of Horror party bus and what? Eight or nine of us? That was a lot of us. Yeah. Well, me, you, yeah. me, you, Chuck, Tyler, Robbie, Mark.
2: Yeah, I remember. I remember with my face.
1: But yeah, there was a bunch of us. We took, like I said, we needed the Halls of Horror party bus. Mm-hmm. And we all showed up
2: in white Halls of Horror t-shirts. Yep. And everybody knew that we knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And when you met people there that already were pre-dirtied, they, they, these are shirts they wear just to these shows. Yes. I I never washed that shirt. It's hanging, yep, up, mine hanging too. up upstairs. The guy in the pirate outfit still tickles me pink to this day. Yes. He, yeah, he, now it, it was a full pretty much pirate gear. But it was a paper pirate hat like you get from Long John Silver's. Yes. And that guy was all over the pit like a madman. See, I and, absolutely enjoyed watching him. And
1: the thing is, Robbie and Chuck had never seen Guar. And Chuck was not a fan of the music. Yes. Chuck was not a fan of the music. Why did he go? Because the tickets were cheap. Yeah. And I I convinced him. I was working for him at the time. I was working for him doing hot tubs at the time. I'm like, dude, you got to go. You trust me. You have to go to this show. You'll fucking love it. (laughs) And
2: 30 seconds into the first song, Chuck's like, this is fucking great. (laughs) You know, I still remember, though. I mean, the, the, um, the priest coming out. Yes, and somebody had said we should do that at the halls of horror, and it just no, <laughs>
1: <It's> like, no. <laughs> it was just oh fuck, guys. We're two hours and 20, uh, two hours and twelve minutes in. Well, Holy yeah, it's gotta freakies. happen.
2: Well, we 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 diverged oh. a lot. Yes, nineteen ninety
1: one, a great year yet a terrible year.
2: It was it was a transitional year for 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 me personally for music in general. I mean. For everything, I mean, 91 was... It was one of those years. Yeah. Yep. I think... nine And 92... I mean, as we got like three more in the dough, and I don't think 90... I mean, I can say I don't think 92 is going to be, you know...
1: I don't think anything else is going to be as pivotal as 91. No. No.
2: No. But it's going to It's going to be... You're going to look at things. Oh, it, it changed. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we put a bow on this.
1: Yep. All right. Until next time... This has been Oh No Not Them. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. (laughs) I'm Jim. (laughs) See you next time, motherfuckers.